This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. Thank you so much and good morning. Welcome everybody to the show. Welcome to our Friday show as we get ready for Labor Day weekend. It's almost here. Labor Day is on Monday. And uh, we got a lot to talk about today. We're going to go around. Everybody's going to share what they're working on. I mean, uh, I'm going to do a quick rundown, though, of what's on TV this week. Stuff that is new out uh, today or this weekend. And uh, kind of a surprise yesterday, but I'll get to that in a second. Today, right now on Disney Plus, the live action version of Mulan. Yes! But you gotta pay if you're gonna watch it. And the star, well, (laughs) I saw the actress's name. I'm I'm sure a very fine actress plays Mulan. And Donnie Yen plays the commanding officer. So uh, that's gonna be, I'm sure that's gonna do well and it's also being released in some theaters you know mm-hmm. today on Disney Plus uh, also a new series it's the premiere of Earth to Ned which comes from the uh, Jim Henson Muppet line oh. so it's a you know it's Muppets <laughs> Muppets. Muppets today on Netflix series premiere of Away. It stars Hilary Swank as an astronaut who uh, leads an international crew on a dangerous expedition to Mars. And this looks like a, uh, a pretty prestige type of uh, show. You know, they got mm-hmm. a two-time Academy Award winner, Hilary Swank, in there. and Also today, available now, the second season of The Boys on Amazon. Yeah! That actually was out yesterday afternoon. Yeah! And we got notified in the late afternoon by Sanchez, who's not here today, by the way. She's but, at home watching the boys. But she let us know that the boys season two is back. So did you get through uh, the uh, the first episode? No, of course not. Yeah, I got through. I got about, through like the first 10 minutes. I got through about 30 minutes. I mean, not because it was boring or anything, but because it was bedtime. Yeah, when it comes to shows yeah. like The Boys, that's not something my wife wants to watch. It's not something I can watch with my kids. So I'm limited to... Your wife w- wouldn't like something they, like The Boys? I don't think so. No. Um, but I'm limited to basically 10 minutes of when I get into bed and then I fall asleep. All right. Well, what did you think of the first 10 minutes of The Boys? I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. A lot of action there in that first 10 minutes. Huh? Yeah. Um, if you haven't uh, seen The Boys, it's on Amazon. It's uh, kind of like uh, superheroes. If they... If Quentin Tarantino did it. I was going nice. to say, if if superheroes had the same faults and frailties that like superstar athletes do or famous movie stars, uh, also some of them are straight up psychopaths. <laughs> <laughs> so the heroes are really the bad guys, and some of the bad guys are actually uh, the heroes. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's great. I think it's great satire. Uh, so that's back on Amazon today. 
All right, let's find out what everybody's uh, working on. Uh, Joanne, I'm going to let you go first and last since you're uh, nice. you're doing double duty. So why don't we start off with entertainment news? What do you got on entertainment news duty. today? The Batman has halted filming due to a COVID-19 infection on set. Rumor has it, it's Robert Pattinson who tested positive for COVID-19. Were they filming with a lot of bats? You know how in some Batman <laughs> movies there's a thing. You know, you've seen it before where he, uh-huh. like he's supposed to be afraid like of bats at the beginning. Remember in um, Batman Begins, he's got that sonar oh, when yeah. he's in that, that, that stairwell. Yeah, right. I wonder if it's uh, if the COVID-19 <laughs> is related to the bat theme. No word all. on whether bats were on set, but right. it's Robert Pattinson who has tested positive for COVID-19, <laughs> so now halting in the UK for the Batman is put to a standstill. In in the Christopher Nolan movies, could was bat, one of Batman's powers that he could control bats? Well, he had a, a, the sonar that called them. So like the swarm came in. Oh, oh so like a beacon. Get out. Yeah. Ah, right. I was trying to think. Did he just like command them like, like Aquaman, Aquaman. would command fish? <laughs> uh, Brandon Sports headlines. We got uh, a lot of NBA. We've got uh, college football getting underway. What are you going to focus on? Well, we do have college football. Uh, Dabo Sweeney, um, he's talking about whether or not the other conferences like the ACC, the SEC, and Big 12, if they should wait for the Big 10 and the Pac-12 to get their seasons going because the Big 10, they've discussed maybe we could do this thing before the end of the year. I don't think it's going to happen, but he comments on that, plus the New England Patriots have themselves a new starting quarterback, and we also got the NBA Rookie of the Year last year. Uh, oh, uh, the, this past the, season. the person who, who's who Rookie of the Year. Okay. Um, Joanna is also doing news because back Lisa's to out today. So back to Joanna. What do we have coming up uh, in our news headlines today? Salon Gate 2020 continues. This and is now, the Nancy Pelosi getting her hair cut. Yep. Well, getting her hair blown out is what she did. The salon owner who leaked the footage of Nancy Pelosi getting her blowout says that it wasn't a setup and now she's getting death threats. She was on an interview with Tucker Carlson and she claimed, says the claims of a setup are absolutely false. Meanwhile, the hairstylist says, oh, it was totally a setup. Okay, so Nancy says she was set up. The hairstylist says it was a setup. And the salon owner. The salon owner who filmed it and then gave it to Fox News went on Tucker Carlson and said it to was say that it wasn't a setup. a setup. Okay. Well, anything involving Tucker Carlson in my mind is a point for the other side. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the way I look at it. Um, we've got a true crime report later this morning. Uh, we're also going to have a Florida man game as part of that true crime report. Uh, there's some Joe Exotic news. Did you know Joe Exotic? I didn't know how long he was in for because he didn't actually kill anybody, right? He's no, in, he's he in prison for trying to hire somebody. Yes. For murder for hire. So what were you thinking? How long did you think Joe Exotic was going to be in for? Eight years. Yeah. I was going to say 30, but now I feel stupid for that. No, you're closer. He, ah. He's not supposed to be out until 2041. Oh. So uh, there are a couple of stories. Carol Baskin was announced. Yeah, that's right, that bitch, Carol Baskin, (laughs) has been announced as one of the stars on Dancing with the Stars, and there's a new line of underwear with Joe Exotic's face right on the crotch of the underwear. Yeah. So, uh, 2020 just continues to... Joe Exotic. 
I'm amazed it didn't have like a lock. I'm never gonna financially recover from this. <laughs> <laughs> when the when the when the worker's arm got torn off, I'm never yeah. gonna find this. I'm gonna be financially ruined <laughs> <laughs> with my sequin EMT jacket on. How about uh, how about when his husband accidentally shot himself in the head at the a funeral? Joe Exotic had to entertain the crowd by lip syncing one of his songs. You're or right how on. about how about when he was talking about how the dude how would were, like, put his they would make oh, love to yeah. each other his, in front of the dude's mom. His, his, his golden nuggets, yeah, oh right on his face. Like um, this is that kind of stuff where you and know the when you mom watch, is right. You know, there. here's the thing, Buzz. When you watch a TV show and you're like, "Well, that's not how people would act." Like, you know, that's one of your complaints about it's always sunny in Philadelphia uh, and, and other shows. They don't. Or other they movies. don't act in a way that's like, consistent with human behavior. Yeah. Well. <laughs> eh, well. Okay. Just throwing this out there. Like, there's a lot of humans out there. Well, fingers crossed, we're supposed to get a call from Joe Exotic because you can't call him at prison. He has to call you, but the plan is that he's going to be calling within the next hour or so. Well, yeah, that's one of those things we can't miss because he's got only limited time yeah, to yeah. call. Yeah, he's so. only got like like two or three minutes to talk to us, so we got to make sure that if Joe Exotic does call in today, Joanna, we're all, all yeah, over that. Got it. Uh, we're going to talk some more about the guy who gave an impassioned plea in front of city council about renaming boneless wings. Because <laughs> he says they're not wings. If they were wings, they'd have, they'd bones, have bones in them. <laughs> this wasn't in Texas. This was in, was it Lincoln, Nebraska? Yeah, I think it was Lincoln, Nebraska is where this happened. So we, we got some follow-up on that. A lot coming up today uh, to talk about that true crime report is not too far off. And a reminder that it's a holiday weekend. Hopefully, uh, if you get a three-day weekend, you've got some good, safe social distancing uh, plans in mind. Uh, And hopefully you're getting a day off. I know not everybody can get the the Labor Day holiday off, but... uh, you know, hopefully that's in the cards for you, if you want it to be, I guess. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. We uh, tell you about the weather because it is going to take a turn next week that probably oh, most people yeah, didn't man. see uh, coming, considering how, how hot it's freaking been. If but, you, yeah, if you haven't been looking like a week out, it, it's, it's going to shock yeah. you. So let me tell you, first of all, though, about Loudwire Nights tonight. Soundgarden, a lot of uh, Soundgarden. Kim Thale, the guitarist from Soundgarden, it's his birthday today, so we're loading up on a bunch of Soundgarden for you. Also, we're going to pay tribute to uh, System of a Down releasing Toxicity on this day in 2001. That was uh, the System of a Down album that had Aerials and Chop Suey and, you know, just kind of one of the... I think arguably their biggest album. I don't know. Yeah, it'd be hard to argue against. The toxicity of mm. our city, of our city. Oh! <gasps> on the world, daddy on the So let's uh, run down the weather. We'll start. Uh, so in uh, West Texas, by Wednesday, it looks like that's, you're going to see. That's the drop-off, man. Yeah. Uh, let's start with El Paso. Sunny today, 98. And it looks like it's going to be mid-90s through the weekend. Labor Day might get up to uh, 100. However, Wednesday, we're going to see... Hold on, you got to say what it's going to be on Tuesday. Yeah, what's Because there's no gradual... Like, it doesn't gradually happen here. It just... It's going to happen. 
I think it's staying like in the 90s, if I recall, on Tuesday. I'm looking at 98 for a high on Tuesday right now okay. in El Paso. Okay, yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be near 100 on Tuesday. Yeah, basically for what, a it, high. what it's been now. Wednesday, 67 for what? the high temperature. Yeah. yeah. <gasps> also, there's going to be some rain moving into the forecast uh, overnight on Tuesday. We're going to look for a high of 67. The low on Tuesday night is going to get down to 54. So there's some. You know, that's your first. By the way, that's probably will mean that's the last time I can swim in my pool unless I want to heat it up. <laughs> well, it'll be back up into the 90s, though, by the uh-huh. weekend. Once it gets down, like at night, into the 50s, you're pretty much done for the year. Unless, like oh. I say, unless you want to heat it up. Oh, gross set. Come on, you can do it. No, you no, no. You'll If you get in there, you'll lose a set because they'll shrink right back up. They'll just suck can right you- back up in there. <laughs> they fell off. Can you heat up your pool? Yeah, I mean it. Ta- it's expensive and it takes a whole oh, day. Okay. But uh, so let's take a look at Abilene and San Angelo as well. We got some uh, rain in the forecast. About twenty percent chance of rain in Abilene uh, today and tomorrow uh, through Saturday. Upper eighties, it looks like uh, in Abilene. So a little break from the heat. Lower nineties uh, until you get to that Wednesday forecast and Wednesday Abilene. You've been saying you're tired of this heat. I've been saying it. We've all been saying it. For Wednesday's high in Abilene, 59 is going to be the high temperature. Yeah, the high, by the way. And, uh, you know, uh, San Angelo's right here in the region, so it's not going to be uh, a lot different. Although, we're seeing a, good, uh, a heavy chance of rain today. Well, the heavy part is going to come in tomorrow, so uh, thunderstorms in the forecast, low 90s it looks like for the weekend, climbing back up into the upper, mid to upper by Sunday and Monday. Uh, But by the time Wednesday gets here, we're seeing again some real rain uh, making an impact on San Angelo's forecast on Wednesday. 54 is going to be your high temperature, and lows are going to be down around 50, so 52, 53 is what we're going to see for low temperatures. That's next Wednesday and Thursday. So there you go. Prepared, There's that break man. from the heat. Have the jackets. Have your hoodie. Make sure your, Be Samsung, prepared. Make sure your Samsung tablets are charged. <laughs> Get your cases of Pepsi, Coca-Cola. Coke Order your Chinese food. Uh, yeah, so there you go. Stay away from the beaches. <laughs> I don't think there are any beaches in San Angelo yeah, or El Paso. They got lakes. Okay. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. This uh, sounds like a crazy job. It almost sounds like something that yeah, it's pretty hard to believe. So there's a guy who gets paid to go to people's funerals and settle scores with their family huh. and talk you know, talk crap to family. I, it sounds like he's nice. hired by the deceased person ahead of time, <laughs> and he gets paid. <laughs> says here he gets paid ten thousand <gasps> dollars. Right? There's a lot about it. There are a lot of warning bells that are going off, but apparently they are actually making a movie about the guy's life, which which is also a, a red flag, I think, but. Here's the here's the full story. There's a private investigator in Australia named Bill Edgar, and his services people who are dying hire him for ten thousand dollars, and his job is to show up at their funeral and tell secrets or settle scores 
with the family at the funeral. He says that he's been offering this service for two years and he's so far crashed 22 funerals. Oh my God. I, I'm really bad at math. Is that $220,000 that he's made? Mm-hmm. 22 funerals at 10000 a pop? Uh, he says, I blended with the mourners. I sit with the family and friends in the middle of everybody. I blend. Okay. He says, I sit with the family and friends. I was to tell the best friend to sit down and shut up because my client knew he had been trying to have an affair with his wife. Jeez. Another time he said he was hired to tell mourners at a biker's funeral that his client was gay. None of them knew that he was gay, but that his significant other was there in the in the audience with the other mourners. Dude, he didn't point him out, did he? Uh, it does not go <laughs> that far into it. He also says that his clients hire him to get rid of stuff. They don't want their... Click my browser history! <laughs> get rid of stuff they don't want their family to find, like money, drugs, <laughs> guns, and I think this is the big one, pornography. Mm-hmm. I bet a lot of people have done that, like had their... Hey, you're my guy in case I get hit by Something a bus tomorrow. Something happens to me, dude. You need to go to this portion yeah. of my house yeah. and throw stuff it, it's away. It's a name. I forgot the name of it, but like Burn Buddy? No. That's <laughs> Maybe not it, it is Burn Buddy. Well, if this sounds something like something so crazy that it must be out of a movie, it's going to be a movie. Uh, Bill Edgar, the PI that we're talking about, has signed a deal to have his life developed into a uh, film or TV show. Look, not too long ago, I was advertising, hey, Give me like 20 bucks and I will show up to your funeral in black clothes with veils and then just sit in the back and then nobody will know who I am. And Would then, you be like very loud, like very expressive? Like very cr- crying. There are loudly. there are cultures where they hire people to mourn at the funeral. Um, right. In some like cultures, the like the more you mourn, the, yeah. the more honor it is mm-hmm. for the person, so... I will do that for $20 at your funeral, and that way people will think you died with secrets. Hit me up for that. But you so, can't talk to anybody, man. You got to stay back. Yeah, exactly. The whole point is that you're that mysterious woman who sits in the back. Would you have that, that like, like a, a black hat with the little lace thing yes, over your face? Oh, yeah. I have one of those, and I'm just looking for an opportunity to wear it. Looking for an excuse, huh? Yeah. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Let's go ahead and do our Mo Show calendar and daily almanac of events with the holiday weekend upon us. Let's uh, find out what else is going on. Well, it was going to be the Cow Chip Throwing Days annual festival, but that has been canceled due to COVID-19. There will be no Cow Chip Throwing Festival because of COVID-19. That must be a difficult thing to convince people who pick up dried cow poop in their hands that they need to be more sanitary (laughs) because of COVID-19. Today is National Wildlife Day. It is National Newspaper Carriers Day. Stand Up to Cancer Day is observed today. National Food Bank Day. Today is also College Colors Day. I didn't know that before the show started, but I heard it in one of the intros. It is College Colors Day. 
Do you know? Okay, you know what my college is, right? Well, I know you went to Oklahoma Baptist and you went to Oklahoma. Yeah, I went to both. So you, I don't expect you to know Oklahoma Baptist. It was uh, green and gold. Do you know what Oklahoma is? Like the official name of the color. Well, it's basically then a maroon, but I do know that there's an official color. It's an anti-Texas. <laughs> yeah. It, it's what? A, it's just called anti-Texas. No, it's called uh, crimson and cream are the are the uh, Oklahoma State or the Oklahoma University of Oklahoma colors? I can't believe I said Oklahoma State. Ew. Yuck. Birthdays today include comedian Whitney Cummings, yeah, who is thirty-eight. I no, I don't find her funny, man. I don't. I don't get it. I I guess I haven't seen enough of what she does, but she does a lot of the roast. I've seen her on some of the roasts before, and I thought she was pretty good on that. She does a lot, uh, like really good writing for a lot of shows. The writing I could get. And, I, and I'm not going to knock she her is sitcom the cre- against her either because I just think that sometimes when comedians get sitcoms, it's not them. Like, John Mulaney's hilarious, but his sitcom was not good. She had a sitcom with that, that with comedian that's now... Crystalia. Crystal- yeah. I thought that show was really good. She was the creator of Two Broke Girls. Yeah. So you can hold that against her. Yeah, that's not, a good, <laughs> that's not good at all. It lasted a while, though. So did Big Bang Theory. Beyonce is having a birthday today. The official claim is that Beyonce is 39. She's like 50. She's like 55, man. <laughs> well, I don't know about 55, but there there's this whole theory about Beyonce that she's at least a few years older than what right. her official bio claims it is, but <laughs> that her sister is actually her daughter. Right. Uh, so Beyonce's 39 today, or is she? <laughs> Damon Wayans is 60. Hilarious. From Blank Man and The in Last Boy Scout. Man, in living color. Mm. And his stand-up is hilarious, too. Homie, don't play that. Men on film. Wow, that would not fly today, huh? I give it two snaps and a twirl. Kim Thale, the guitarist for Soundgarden, is 60 today. And there's going to be a lot of Soundgarden featured on Loudwire Night. So make sure you tune in uh, for that in honor of Kim Thale's birthday Mucho Soundgarden on Loudwire Nights tonight, starting at 7 o'clock. Somebody that we already mentioned once this morning, Dr. Drew, is having a birthday. Dr. Drew Penske is 62. It is also a birthday for actor Lawrence Hilton Jacobs. He's 67, and he played Freddie Boom Boom Washington. Oh, on Welcome from Back, Welcome Cotter. Back, Mr. Yeah. Cotter. Right. Is is that what he said? Did he say Mr. Cotter? Yeah, that hey, was kind of Mr. Cotter. That was him. And then uh, Horshack was the oh 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 that one. And then Vinny Barbarino. I uh, don't forget Epstein. Oh, that's right. Remember his his deal was he always had a note from. His mother's doctor, and it always says, signed, Epstein's mother's doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Birthday for legendary golfer Tom Watson, who turned 71 today. Uh, Los Angeles was founded by Spanish settlers on this date 239 years ago, so 1781. Los Angeles uh, was founded by settlers who'd migrated north from Mexico. And it was 14 years ago that the world lost crocodile hunter 
Steve Irwin. So in 2006, Steve Irwin died after his chest was pierced by a stingray's barb. You know, they say that of all the an- of all the dangerous animals, that's like the the most tame one. Like that, that was one. Been I, around. Look, they you they knew you could get you could get stung by a stingray because it's right there in the name. Mm-hmm. It's got mm-hmm. sting in the name. They but that's not one you ever think of as being fatal, and it was just the way it, it caught sta- him. It stabbed yeah. him in the heart, and I, I'd heard a rumor that one of the things that 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 it killed him was they pulled it out. Oh, if they left it in, maybe it would not have been fatal. That's what I've heard. Mm. I can't verify oh. that, but I did have a friend who went as Steve Irwin for <laughs> Halloween, right after he died. So truly, this what this happened. You say it was what fourteen years ago. Uh, 2006, yeah, yeah 14 okay, so 14 years 14 ago. years ago. And he went to this, like, sporting goods store, and that's where he bought all the gear. Like, he didn't buy a costume. He went and bought the legitimate gear. Did he wear, like, what's called a, a pith helmet? Is that the hat? Yeah. Yeah. So he, he bought the whole, he bought the, everything, head to toe. And as he's checking out, the person was like, oh, like, you know, you're going to go hiking or, you know, trying to get a spark up a conversation. But he goes, actually, I'm going as... Steve Irwin for Halloween this year. And the cashier is like, oh, okay. And he goes, yeah, I'm going to take a barbed wire and I'm going to stick it in my chest with blood hanging out of it. And the dude looks at him horrified and he goes, my daughter cried when Steve Irwin died. Beep. Well, and then just checked him out. It was like, okay. That'll Hopefully, be 1938. Hopefully she sure. won't be one of the judges at the costume contest. <laughs> <laughs> I hope everybody's ready for a three-day week. First of all, I hope you're getting a three-day weekend. I hope you're ready for it, too. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. The uh, Labor Day weekend kicks off in just a matter of hours. And let me run down the weather. So, um, you know how hot it's been. Lately, right? There's going to be a big change. Yeah, this in... whole summer has seemed abnormally hot. Am I alone in that? I brought that up to my wife, and she was like, oh, no, it feels very normal. I'm like, well, I was looking at how many 100-degree days we've had, and we're, I mean, we're not going to break the record, because I think the record was yeah, I don't know. 66 in a year. It's definitely felt, maybe it feels hotter because you got a mask on every time you go someplace. That's well, I'm just talking point. about how many times I see triple digits. You know what I mean? Yeah, for a while there, it felt like it was never going to come out of those triple digits. For this Labor Day weekend in West Texas, uh, Abilene, San Angelo, you got some rain in your forecast uh, for the weekend. El Paso doesn't, but it is going to be near 100 in El Paso uh, today. L- just looking ahead, though, you're, you're going to have 80s, 90s here for the next few days. Uh, Monday, you know, is going to be in the 90s, it looks like. But then Tuesday is also going to stay warm. It, something's going to hit us on Wednesday, and you're going to see temperatures 30 degrees cooler. So uh, just to check across the board here, in El Paso Wednesday, you're looking at a high temperature of 67. Abilene, you got a high temperature of 59 on Wednesday. And uh, similar in San Angelo, also going to see some rain mid mid part of next week, kind of coinciding with that uh, snap of cold weather. Uh, then for next weekend, it looks like things will will climb back, but not all the way. So it looks like you know maybe maybe summer's over. Uh, I don't know though. I say that, and then it's like November, and it's it's like ninety five outside sometimes. Right. So, but definitely there's going to be a little uh, switch in the weather coming up middle part of next week. 
Uh, but Abilene, San Angelo, you guys get ready for some rain. Uh, this weekend doesn't look like rain for El Paso, and we're going to you know, stay in the 90s, so not as hot as it as it could be. When's your next Rockstar 101 podcast going up, Brandon? Uh, it's going to go up Monday morning. Okay. Have you done it yet or haven't done no, it? No, we're going to be recording it later today. All right. Because we're, we're incorporating more video and stuff like that with it now. So Tell everybody about the Rock 10, uh, Rockstar 101 podcast. <laughs> Rockstar 101. I do it with Jim Moore. He's the former lead singer of Sick Puppies. And it's basically us. He talks about kind of the rock star end of things. I talk about the radio end of things. And then we both talk about family life and trying to balance our jobs with you know the family and especially now COVID-19 kind of what Shim is doing he's got the Hollywood Rebellion going on where you can go write songs with him like basically tonight which is technically will be tomorrow morning for him um, he's going to have we're going to record Rockstar 101 and then once we shut that down he's going to go right back and start streaming on Twitch twitch.tv slash Hollywood Rebellion and you can go write a song with Shim is Shim in Australia or is he in no, Los he's in, Angeles? he's in Australia. That's what makes it so, so damn difficult to line up the Rockstar 101s, man. Got a list of the most popular TV shows so far in 2020. Go down the list. I'll uh, tell you if I've seen them or not. Or at least heard of them. So one thing that you would imagine did not make the list. Uh, did Tiger King not make the list? Huh. Yeah, it oh, didn't wow. make the top 10. So this comes from IMDb, and they released a list of the top 10 most popular TV shows of 2020. This is based on their ratings. Like their rating system. I'm sorry, who who's the... IMDb. Who, IMDb, all right. Yeah. Uh, Tiger King didn't make the cut, and they looked at the shows airing or streaming from January 1st through August 23rd. It almost feels like they should have held off about a week to see what happens with the boys. Am I right? Just throwing that out there. I'll go through the list here and you tell me if you've seen the show or not. Or if you've even heard of it. Number 10. Top Gear on BBC. I've never seen an episode. I know what it is. It's these British guys that go out and drive cars on sometimes on closed tracks and go around the world, right? It's my understanding. I've never seen uh, it. I heard it's great, but it's just nothing that's ever really... It's got, it's got, it has devoted it. fans, for sure. Very so. devoted, yes. Uh, number nine, Normal People on Hulu. God, it keeps pushing that on me. Who's in, I don't even know if I've heard of this. It, I want to say it's a British guy, but I could be wrong, but it keeps pushing it on me to Look, watch it and I'm going to skip... I watch Tiger King, and I'm I watch like six different versions of 90 Day Fiance. I'm not clearly not interested in normal people. Yeah, <laughs> this is true. Oh my god, have you been watching 90 Day Fiance? Uh, I, I I dip my toe in it, trying to get back into oh, it. Man, really I'm telling haven't. you, it's getting good. Like all of them are really good. Because remember, I think what happened was are you David kinda, and Lana still going on, or is that not what, who? David. No, uh, they're no, they're they're not in any of these uh, series. But Angela and Michael are. It's great. Mm-hmm. Did Michael ever get to come to the U.S.? Uh, no, they're still over there God. trying to trying to battle out how the whole baby making thing is what they're they're battling it out. Oh about. right, Angela's like like fifty eight, and Michael for some reason wants to procreate. Like it's really important to him to procreate, and 
Angela cannot see. Is she it. the older one that asks her daughter just for the yeah, eggs? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That's and she's she gets up. You know, remember how like the one the previous season you're like, oh, Darcy cries every scene, it's guaranteed. Uh-huh. The new thing now is Angela gets up and leaves every scene. Does yeah. not matter what's going on, just gets up and leaves. All right, next one, number eight. Curb your enthusiasm. I never got into that. I didn't either. And I'm a huge Seinfeld fan, but I just, I could not take Curb Your Enthusiasm. I've never seen an episode. I've, I got, seen, I I've seen a couple episodes. Oh, yeah, I know people who love it, too. But I did watch that documentary on that guy who was in prison for murder, and they were trying to get him out because he didn't commit the murder, but he was at the Dodgers And they were Dodgers able to use game. Curb Your Enthusiasm, and he was on the Curb Your Enthusiasm, right? Yeah, and he was at the Dodgers game while they were filming that episode, That's so they were able of- to get... Like the footage and the exact time mark of him being there. If if I've seen like three episodes of Curb Your Enthusiasm, would be a pretty good guess. The baseball one is one of them. Really? Oh, goes really? The Specifically because of that? No. Oh, it just so happened. Oh my god. Number cool. seven. Better Call Saul. Uh, I watched the first season of that. I watched half of the second season, and I, I don't know. I just. It seemed like it was spinning its wheels to me. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you on that one. I kind of tapered off there. Number six, Westworld. Uh, yeah, this past uh, season of West, I've watched all three seasons. The first season was okay. I thought the, the second, first season was great. The second, second season, season was what? Down, yeah. And the third season was, was really trippy. Like, I, I should probably watch that again. I think there's only about... Uh, fewer than ten episodes in the whole season, and Marshawn Lynch is in it, which is really weird. Nice. But <laughs> nice. yeah. I thought the third season was much better than the second season, which is not a high bar. But number five, Dark on Netflix. I keep hearing about this show. I've never <gasps> I do seen too. it, and people recommend it frequently in our Facebook chat. I feel like I, I'm obligated to watch it now. Are they only doing series? They're not doing like movies and stuff that have premiered no, yeah, on. Yeah, this wouldn't. This wouldn't be. Yeah, this wouldn't be a. Yeah, this wouldn't be movies or anything. All right. Number four, how the universe works on the Science Channel. Huh. I didn't know this existed, but now my either. interest is peaked, right. and I think I might have to check this one out. Number three, The Outsider on HBO. Oh, oh, the Stephen King one. Yeah, I watched that. Good? Yeah, it was okay. It was good. Worthy of number three? I, I'm a little surprised that that many people watched it because I didn't really hear from a lot of people that I knew that were into a few, but I, I didn't know that it was as popular as number three. Mm-hmm. But I did watch it. All right, number two. Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. I love Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. Like, when he picks out something that he targets, he eviscerates his target. I mean, it is a scorched-earth policy. Whatever it is that he's got in his crosshairs, has, has, it's over for him. So, yeah, I do, I do watch. Uh, I DVR it and watch it the next day, but I've, I've never missed an episode. I'll check out the stuff they put up on YouTube, <laughs> which is almost the whole episode, Yeah, quite frankly. And then the final one here uh, from IMDb, their list of top 10 most popular TV shows of 2020 so far, The Last Dance, the Michael Jordan documentary uh, that originally yes. aired on ESPN and is now available on Netflix, if you have Netflix. I got I in on the tail end of that, so I saw, the, it, I saw the last two, and oh, you got to watch the whole really thing, interesting man. stuff, and I've come to realize that 
Steve Kerr is Butters uh, from South Park. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? He's on the bench and he's trying to communicate something to to uh, Jordan and and Jordan's trying. Oh to- <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, you got it, man. <laughs> He's like, hey, I'm trying. Because like, Jordan's trying to do that thing where they put the. Uh, this was back when they had those old paper cups, the uh, the Gatorade paper cups. Right. And he's holding it in front of his mouth so that they can't kind of see what like he's, he's saying. Telling he's trying him to something. keep it secretive. Like he's like he goes. He's like, hey, Kerr, be ready. Uh, it was when and Kerr then Kerr's the, like the winning shot. Go he, off the screen. Yeah, I got. It's coming to me. Yeah, thumbs yeah, up, MJ. To- <laughs> totally selling it out, man. Uh, all right. So there are the most popular shows according to IMDb. And good ones coming up. The boys just landed uh, technically last night. Mandalorian coming up in a couple of months. Yes. Some good stuff on the way. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Here is the boneless chicken wing guy that has brought a very important, uh, and it, I think it's really something that we can unite behind right now. He got in front of city council in Lincoln, uh, Nebraska. And talked about a very, very serious issue facing American society today. Uh, this is not the hero that we that we asked for, but apparently it's the hero that we need during this time. And so we we did just a, a little bit of research, and we we found that uh, Ander uh, is it Anders Christensen Anders. It's Ander. Ander Ander Christensen is the. Uh, is the boneless wing guy and haver of the most Nordic sounding name in America. So we, <laughs> we, we reached out to Ander. So who was that? We heard the clip. Somebody identified you as their son at the end. Was that in fact your dad? Yeah, that is my dad. He, uh, he's on the city council. He had no idea I was going to be in there that day, <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh, he knows me well enough that once I walked in, he, he was like, he just rolled his eyes at me. Uh-huh. Did he know that that was what you were going to do, or did he roll his eyes knowing, like, just something is coming up here? Like, this isn't, you know. He didn't know I was going to be there, and he didn't know what I was going to say when I showed up. Was it your first appearance at the Lincoln City? And uh, was it in Lincoln, the city of Lincoln? Yes, it is in Lincoln. Okay. And it was the first time I'd ever been there. Uh, I'd been thinking about potentially going for a while, and then I got off a little early from work, and I just sat down five minutes, wrote a speech, and drove over. But yeah, but like, I have time, I'm doing it now. It might have taken you five minutes to write down what you were going to say, but how long had you been thinking about the boneless wings issue? Oh, man, this is, boneless wings has been an argument at every dinner table <laughs> for, for years. I mean, everybody... Wait, no, is this a family issue? Argument. Is this a family issue, Andrew, between you and your dad? Is that is that how this played out? Uh, no, no, he, he and I are on the exact same page. I've got my uh, two brothers and my dad, we are all very on, on the bone-in wings debate. But just, you know, if you ever go to a restaurant and somebody orders boneless wings, you gotta give them, gotta give them trouble for it. Yeah. Um, did you did you jot down any anything that we should call these things, or should we just call them chicken tenders, which is what they are? I think chicken tenders is is already a little misleading. Okay, they're trying to style it in a new way. So mm-hmm. I think you should call them things like wet tenders, saucy nugs, and and I personally call them trash. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, was that trash that you call them, Ander? Yeah, trash. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a strong opinion about uh, about buffalo wings in general, and I don't want to detract from the main message, so uh-huh. so I hesitate to even bring it up. But my big thing is. Uh, maybe we can work together, you know, make this another another plank of the platform, so to speak. Mm-hmm. If you go to a wing restaurant, if it's got wing in the name or if it's famous for its wings, uh-huh. they need to give you enough ranch or blue cheese dressing that you don't have to ask for more. <laughs> and they definitely, if they charge for another little thing of ranch or blue uh-huh. cheese, they should be shut down. <laughs> First off, they should be shut down if they're offering you ranch dressing. <laughs> oh, hold on a second. It's all about blue cheese, baby. Are you, a, are you a blue cheeser? Is that what we're finding out about Andrew Christensen? Blue cheese all the way. If you want to <laughs> you ruin your chicken wings, go ahead and dip it in ranch dressing. Somebody could like it, but it's absolutely terrible, and you're, you're ruining the product. Okay. All right. Obviously, we are uh, not seeing eye to eye, but I think we can still build some consensus here. I, I, I thought they were interchangeable, you know. Ranch, no cheese. What's the difference? No, there's a difference. Do you agree that that it's a ripoff if you go into a wing place and they give you one little container, which is when you ordered twenty wings and they give you one little cup of it? I will agree with you that that you have to have ample blue cheese sauce. This is this is definitely true, but I am going to say that they are not interchangeable. If Indiana Jones puts on a baseball cap, it's just not the same. <laughs> Is there any other sauce that's acceptable for eating wings, boneless or otherwise? Honestly, it's just it's just blue cheese. You can go with whatever glaze you want on those bad boys, but How you got to dip it with blue cheese. What are your feelings uh, about uh, Parmesan and what is it? Gar- garlic and Parmesan as far as wings go. You know, it, it they're good. They're fine. I personally love Old Bay on my wings. Uh, I think that's the best kind of wing there is. But I don't. I don't argue with people about the glaze. The glaze is up to you. Did Did you get the idea, uh, anybody, the first time you watched this video, and Andrew, since you were there, that people were on edge? Like when you got up and started talking, they're like, "Oh no, what's is this guy going to go off on masks? Is he going to go off? Like, what is this guy going to bring up?" There seemed to be some palpable tension at the city council meeting oh yeah it it was uh it was very it was very tense at first i got a lot of very serious looks from all the city council with the the exception of my dad (laughs) who the reason he clarified at the end was because i was so serious on it after I, i corrected the man for interrupting me uh everybody thought i was dead serious are you, I, and, I, I don't think we had that in our clip, but it's like, was it the guy who laughed and, and yeah, you yeah. called him out for laughing about such a serious issue and then everybody yeah, shut yeah. up? <laughs> yeah, and they, after that, everybody in the room, they were like, oh gosh, I think he's serious. And so they were just, everybody was dead silent. They didn't try, they were trying not to laugh, except for my wife who was behind me in the clip. You can see her just I, I did notice trying a, to hold it together. I did notice a young woman. Yeah, thankfully she's got a mask on. She's able to hide it a little bit easier. <laughs> she, she was telling her friends the other day that she thought that was probably the most useful that mask had been. Well, um, we just wanted to reach out and, and find out what was uh, going on. What's uh, what's the furthest away that you've heard from somebody about about this appearance in front of the Lincoln, Nebraska City Council? Well, I'd, I'd been interviewed by a couple of people in Australia. Right. Um, I'd been on the radio in Ireland, 
and I've been a lot of radio stations in Canada want to talk to me because apparently they've got nothing going on up there. <laughs> okay. Um, and did you find anybody who who disagreed with you on the on the central question? Fundamentally, uh, did anybody disagree with you on calling out boneless wings as neither boneless nor wings? Uh, I did see someone made a uh, counter-argument video to me. I haven't watched it yet, but for the most part, everybody has been overwhelmingly supportive. Is there anything else, Andrew Christensen, uh, on the docket, or just something that you're thinking about if you return and make another uh, plea in front of city council? Uh, is there any any other issue, and is it uh, is it wing-related? You know, I've, I've got a couple of ideas in mind. Recently, I came up with this new idea for uh, for cars, actually. It's going to be an indicator that lets people know where your car is going to go. Mm-hmm. It, it's really cool. Nobody seems to have heard of these things, and so I want to spread the awareness. I can't even understand what it is. What do you mean, an indicator that's going to tell you where your car is going to go? Like, like a, Almost like a, a, a turning signal or a lane-changing signal. And so you would flip it like you were like you're given a lane change, but it's just it's just to show the other motorist where you're going to go. I, I I still feel like I'm not getting it. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a there's going to be a knob or a lever I'm going to attach to the steering wheel, <laughs> right? And it will allow you to to indicate on the outside of your car the direction you intend on moving. Wait, but isn't that the turn signal? <laughs> I, yeah. I, I don't think people. I, I haven't seen people <laughs> using that, so I'm going to try something new. Oh my God! <laughs> people won't use the turn signal. Sinker, man. <laughs> yeah. Well played, buddy. No, well good. played. You got it. We like him. All right. Thank you, Andrew. Thanks for talking to us today. All right. Have a great one. Keep up the good fight. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. All right. We'll see you. Was, was yeah, this joke that like, people dude, don't? Like, yeah. The whole the point like is that people all, don't, don't use their it. turn signals. You're like, what? That's great. Well, I was just noticing there were some phone calls uh, coming in. <laughs> Looks like people are suggesting what we could call boneless wings. Hey, do you? Oh, I wish I'd asked him. Do you prefer boneless or or bone in when it comes to the wings? Bone in. He was he's pretty adamant about Obviously, that. Obviously, bone in. Yeah. Because he even he even said that if you want They're to ruin trash. it, yeah, like yeah. he's yeah, it's it's bone in. Have you ever known people who are just like disgusted by the idea of gnawing around an animal's bone? Because yeah, I've me. met a few of those. Oh, you don't you don't like bone in? I mean, I'll do it now, but for years I would never do it because it, like I I would never eat a T bone steak. Anything with a bone in it, I was like, nah. Uh, let's talk to uh, our first caller. Hey, Chris. Hooter Shooters. <laughs> what no, do you that's think what of you that call one? the oysters. Uh, Brandon says Hooter Shooters refer to the oysters. Buzzard bites? Yeah. <laughs> well, I like uh, I like buzzard bites. <laughs> Let me just do a couple other ones. Here's uh, another suggestion. If we're not going to call them boneless wings, what are we going to call them? <laughs> Breast, Breast nuggets. nuggets. I like that. Okay. Uh, you got an idea of what uh, Tom, I think, is online. Yes, Tom. What, what should we call him? What? Tinder. Tinder tatas. tatas. There oh, you go. Nice, Somebody should nice. be writing these down. 
All right, let's take a break. I've got a true crime report. We've got the Florida Man game on the way. It needs to put something in the car to tell you which direction, <laughs> where you're going. people know in okay. the back All where right. you're going to go. That was painful how long it took you to get <laughs> that, buddy. <laughs> you look so perplexed. I'm like, what? He's like, I don't get it. <laughs> it's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Are you ready for me to hit you with our true crime report for let's today? Do it. All right, here goes. Not for money. Well, they don't belong to you. It's against the law. It's against the law. It's against the law. It's against the law. We've got actual crime stories from around the world and across the nation, sometimes even close to home here in Texas. Well, our first story is uh, out of Florida. This is not our Florida man game, however. Uh, According to uh, Sheriff's Office in Charlotte County, Florida, Bounty Sheramay, 22, was arrested after deputies found him near uh, a turned-over sign. He was in a damaged Mazda. He had run over a sign that was on the road reminding people not to drink and drive. You know, drink, drive, go to jail, that kind of sign. Yep. Well, he failed his sobriety test and blew over twice the legal limit of breathalyzer. So the guy who was driving drunk wrecked into a sign telling people not to drive drunk. Mr. Sheramay, the 22-year-old, told deputies he was on the phone with a friend when he hit something, but he was not sure what he had hit. The authorities counter that he was so intoxicated, he probably didn't even know that he had hit anything. One of life's little ironies there. A man uh, was... Well, let me start off by telling you this this story is from England. A guy uh, complained about his meal because it had some, some hair in it, but it was discovered that it was his own hair and it wasn't from the top of his head. Ew! Two uh, gentlemen in Blackburn, England, both of them described as being in their 20s, went to a barbecue restaurant, and they complained that they had found hair in their food, so they wanted their dinner comped. It was $90. When the staff checked the security footage, they found uh, what had actually happened. One of the guys had put his hand into his shorts, he withdrew his hand, and it had some hair. Oh, come on. And he, he had put that on the food. This was after they had, they had finished eating the meal. Manager of the restaurant confronted the two men, turned into a 10-minute shouting match. Accusations were hurled back and forth. Finally, the two men threw money at the manager and left. The money turned out to be $26. The uh, restaurant reported them to the police, or the Bobbies, as they're called in England. Bobbies. And they are looking for the two men. All right, here is our... You ready for the Florida Man game? Oh, yeah, let's do this. All right. Everybody who's going to play, get ready. Florida Man, Florida Florida man, Man, who never fears any bodily harm... Florida man, Florida man. 
Tennis balls that Tennis are full of bees. Everybody, every copy sees Florida man, Florida man. Florida man. Florida man. <laughs> he has sex with a can. I'm trying to learn it as much as I can for you, Joanna, for the podcast there. I know. I really need to write down the lyrics. I was talking to the guy who who wrote it and sang it the other day. Like, if we got his permission, could we include it on the podcast or that, that we couldn't even do that? It would be incredibly difficult. Yeah. yeah. yeah Just get me the lyrics. Tell him to send you the lyrics. All right. All right. The uh, Florida Man game, I will tell you the headline. I'll leave out one key word, and you try to correctly guess the word. If you get the word, okay. our prize is $10,000. All right. Uh-huh. This is, a, this is actually a Florida woman, but it still counts as Florida man game. So here's the headline. Florida woman gets arrested, then offers cop sex if he gives back her blank. Hmm. Florida woman gets arrested, then offers cop sex if he gives back her blank. Okay. I feel like it's too obvious. Yeah, I know. I don't want to write it down. You think it's too obvious? Please say it again. Okay, Florida woman gets arrested. Yes. Then offers cop sex if he gives back her... So I think the way I'm reading that is that something had been taken from her, and she's like, I will have sex with you if you just give me back my my property. Okay. You good, Joanna? Yeah. Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not confident at all. <laughs> not sound confident. No, Joanna, I'll let you. Either. I'll let you go first. A little uh, afraid, of, afraid of what you're going to say, though. I went with the obvious. Meth. You think the Florida woman offered sex if the cop gave back her meth? Yes. Let's find out what Brandon said. Well, <laughs> I went the same route, except I went super generic to try to make it as blank as possible. I said drugs. <laughs> drugs. Just drugs. Just see, drugs. I, I see what he's doing. He's making it more of a, a he's doing it more of a broad category, so yeah. it would cover more. But which is good thinking. But oh no, sadly, no, nobody's no, right. No it, drugs. Wasn't, it wasn't drugs. That are birth control pills. Oh, that's a good one too. Police in Leesburg, Florida, uh, found 19-year-old Madison Bryant sitting in the middle of a highway median. They uh, wanted to check on it, how she was doing, and they found that she was uh, intoxicated. Turned out that she had gotten into an argument with her boyfriend and <laughs> did the thing where she's like, let me out of your truck right this minute. Uh-huh. I don't know if, if you've ever had anybody pull that on you. Like, Just let me out. I'll walk home. <laughs> You're, we're in San Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded way too real. Uh, police found him nearby, and he was drunk, too, so that he ended up getting a DUI. So uh, the 19-year-old was not facing any charges at this point, but when they arrested the boyfriend, she asked if she could pee on the side of the road. So she asked for permission. The police said, don't do that. We'll drive you to a gas station. 
I guess she couldn't wait because she pulled down her pants, squatted in front of the police car, and uh, urinated while hanging onto the front bumper of the police car. (laughs) So after they at this point, she wasn't in trouble for anything. They were just like, "All right, yeah, you were drunk, but you're not uh, in trouble." Yeah. As soon as she pulled her pants back up, the police cuffed cuffed her and arrested her for disorderly intoxication. On the way to the jail, she told one of the cops that she would perform sexual favors Mm -hmm. if only he would give her jewel vape device back. It had been confiscated. Boy, look, if there's one thing you really need after a good whiz, it's a tug on a jewel vape device am i right well you're gonna need something to calm your nerves too. there's I mean, always you're something to prison. with the vape pen are they easy to lose or something hard to find that it, it's very precious to them well the, to, this had been confiscated smokers. so oh, okay. the, the, the officer had taken it from uh ms bryant well the disorderly intoxication charge is just a misdemeanor but they also tacked on a charge of trying to bribe a public servant, which is a felony. So she is going to have to go to court at the end of the month. And we do have a mugshot with this picture. Yes. Whoa. She's how old? 19. No. What are you saying? Looks like she's... Well, she probably had a rough night. Yeah. Actually, I th- I think she's very, very pretty. She's pretty. She but you can tell she's kind of been through the ringer. Yeah. Look, fight with your boyfriend, you had a lot to drink, then you got arrested for being on the side of the road, and they took your vape. I'd like to see you look that good after going through all that. Good point. <laughs> well, that is our Florida Man game. Nice. And our true crime report for today. Florida Man, Florida Man, boss with a sewer rat. Florida man, Florida man. Wait for it, here it is. Gave Marco Marco Rubio (laughs) a Senate seat. Florida man, Florida man. Florida man, Florida man. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. We're joined this morning by stand-up comedian Nico Ajimian. You can find him on all social media at Nico Adjective. And he tweets at NikosFakeNews.com. Hey. Why are you laughing so nervously? Who, me? Yeah. Like, <laughs> we have oh. something special for Nico coming up later this morning. Uh, hey, what's up? Thanks for saying all my credits and uh, where you can find me. I've gotten at least uh, one new listener or reader or follower. Follower. That's so nice. A week. Nico then. also does uh, or produces a podcast. Yeah. So are those up and available soon. or not not yet available? No, no, we're recording the first three and then uh, we'll put them all. All right. Next if you week. if you like crime podcast, you're going to like this one. So we'll give you more details when they're actually yeah uh, available. But you've got you've got several done and you know keep us yeah very up to date on that. Totally. What I have a feeling the podcast is it's going to sound like that old Saturday Night Live bit with Chris Farley. We're like, you remember that time there was that crime where <laughs> they couldn't well, solve it. Nico's, awesome. ju- Nico's, only, Nico's the producer. He's not on the podcast. Yeah, I'm not on it. It's my understanding. <laughs> I, Joanna listened to it. She said, I, did. I asked her for advice and she was like, mm, 
It sounds good. <laughs> well, I didn't know what I was supposed to be listening for, so it sounded good. Are you a fan of crime podcasts? I am, yeah. All right. Uh, let's get to our news. And here is Joanna Barber. She's filling in for uh, Lisa, who will be back Tuesday. Uh, good morning, Joanna. Good morning. White House Press Secretary Kaylee McEnany responded to accusations that the administration is pressuring the Food and Drug Administration to approve a COVID-19 vaccine before Election Day. Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer issued a statement Thursday saying President Trump is applying pressure for a vaccine to help his re-election. McEnany told reporters the White House is not sacrificing safety to make a vaccine available as soon as possible. She totally, hey, Lloyd, pause that. She totally, like, she was started to mm-hmm. say safely and then skipped like, right uh, over to, like, well, we're just trying to get it quickly. out there. I yeah. noticed that, too. Wait, Thank wait a minute. You're you're calling out Kaylee McElhane? McElhane? McElhane. Is that how you say it? Wait for it. Wait for it. <laughs> Not as safely. Like so totally scrap the safely part. She's like, you know what? I don't want to back myself into wow. a corner here about safety. safety? So yeah. quickly. Let's say quickly. We're just trying to do it fast. Oh. Sure. We're going to make sure that this vaccine's like a duck's ass. It's going to be watertight, folks. <laughs> well, it's hard to. <laughs> You never heard that before? No. <laughs> you never heard one of those Oregon folks kind of sayings that they'd say? Everything, every saying either has to do with a, a beaver or, or a duck, duck in Oregon. <laughs> it's watertight like a duck's ass. That's crazy. I never told you the story of my friend when he worked at the plywood. We worked at the plywood company, and a customer was just, just being an absolute pain because he's trying to sell him this waterproof piece of plywood. And the guy's like, well, what do you guys do to make it waterproof? And he's going through the whole spiel. It's sealed. There's no voids in it. It's marine grade, meaning you put it on a boat. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so he's doing it for like 10 minutes, and the guy's just not understanding it. And finally, my buddy looks at him. And he goes, you know what they do? They rub duck's ass on him. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's like, what? And he goes, yeah. He goes, you know how watertight that is? They just rub them all over the piece of plywood. <laughs> and the dude ended up buying like three sheets. He's all sold. Give me yeah. the duck sass one. Why, why didn't you tell me at the beginning? Yeah, like you could have saved us 10 minutes if you just said that at the beginning. 100% duck's ass, all right, guys? <laughs> That's my new favorite thing. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. I have a question. What's up? Why is everybody, well, somebody was saying that you guys were talking about piercing a lot. How much have you guys been talking about piercing me? Well, we no, had the no, piercer in this. No, one. we were talking about pierce from community. <laughs> The character. Name. I was taught we were talking Pierce. about James Bond, and I said my favorite James Bond was Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, probably why that's getting a lot of. I'm I'm getting like a weird PTSD from this. <laughs> and then we were also talking about how we like to have open discussions with our peers, not Pierce, mm-hmm. but our peers. Oh, all right. Sounds you good. You can see how that's been. I could. History. Yeah, I could see how that that would lead to a lot of misinformation. All right. There was a lot of nipple talk, though. You're the one who said that if you didn't show up on, I guess it was Tuesday morning, that you promised, you swore we could pierce your nipples on the air if you didn't show up on Tuesday morning. First of all, why would you make a promise like that? Exaggeration, Buzz. Or you could have just shown up. Yeah, that too. Or you could have just said, hey, I'm not showing up today. See, that's the one thing I don't understand, (laughs) is that you constantly say, yeah, I'll be there. Yeah, I'm going to be there. Yeah, I'm going to be there. And then you don't. Yeah, I, I fall asleep. 
How, how do I wake you up when I'm leaving for work on a day you're supposed to come in and tell him what, what happened? He gets the broom, or I don't know what he gets, <laughs> and then he goes to the floor. I'm on the second floor, and he'll just start hitting the ceiling, you know. Right, under right underneath me. And how, and how, do, he, how do I tell my daughter that it's time to come down when her food's, when food's ready or to do something? Yeah, you have different taps. Like, for when he wakes me up, it's always like, Well, you guys are dun, different. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> right, and she's got her own knock, but but it's you know that she has oh, her own knock. <laughs> they're on opposite ends of the of the upstairs, okay. but uh-huh. yeah. Uh, so I gotta uh, before we talk to Joe Exotic, I I gotta just at least mention this. Uh, <laughs> Sarah Sanders is writing a tell-all book, but she's not one of these disgruntled former White House employees. Like she's still loyal to Trump, and she's thinking about running for governor of Arkansas. But one of the things that came out in her book was that they were uh, having a summit. Kim Jong-un was there. This was in Singapore, June 2018. So this is a story directly from Sarah Sanders. Uh, Sanders describes a session at the Singapore talks in which Kim Jong-un reluctantly accepted a Tic Tac from Trump. Boy, Trump wasn't kidding about being a fan of the Tic Tacs. Yeah. Uh, It's only one calorie, man. So what, why do you think uh, do you Kim, think he has to eat him in pairs too? Wouldn't that be insulting to offer the the leader of a foreign country and an adversary a tic tac? I don't know. Uh, because I mean, take if, you're, it. if you're pulling it's one out for yourself, don't you naturally go hey, maybe you so. want one? Sanders describes uh, Kim Jong Un reluctantly accepting a tic tac right. from Trump, who dramatically blew in the air to reassure Kim it was just a breath mint. See, like, not look, a capsule of poison. <laughs> Sanders writes that she looked up, and this is a quote from Sarah Sanders' book, to notice Kim staring at me. We made direct eye contact, and Kim nodded and appeared to wink at me. Like I this. was stunned. I quickly looked down and continued taking notes. All I could think was, what just happened? Surely Kim Jong-un did not just mark me. She was worried that... She gonna die. Right, you know, <laughs> that she was going to end up like Kim Jong-un's brother. Oh, like marked for execution. Later in the presidential limousine on the way to the airport, Sanders relayed the incident to Trump and then Chief of Staff John Kelly. And I'm going to read the quote uh, directly here. This is what Trump said. Kim Jong-un hit on you. He did. He hit on you. Sanders, a devout Christian who discusses her faith throughout the book, did not spell out the presidential expletive, but she does write that she told Trump, sir, please stop. Kelly backed up the president, and both of the men started ribbing her about uh, Kim Jong-un. Trump said, well, Sarah, that settles it. You're going to North Korea and taking one from the team. Your husband and kids will miss you, but you'll be a hero to your country. Gross. Sanders writes, Trump and Kelly howled with laughter as the car drove on. And she continued to work for him after that. 
take one for the team, Buzz. Well, to be completely honest, she's willing to see both sides of the coin. So, Well, the one part of the story that I really kind of doubted was the part she said, she's noticed Kim staring at me. We made direct eye contact. I don't think Sarah Sanders has made direct eye contact with anybody. No, I. I, I <laughs> one eye. One eye. Yeah, we made eye singular contact. Uh, that's because she has a slow eye. Damn, that's two days in a row you were really slow on something. Oh, my God. You missed. Oh, well, all right. We'll have it coming back up in yeah. a little bit, I think. I want to show you the pictures of... <laughs> <laughs> so mysterious. Yeah. I started watching... Uh, Nips. What? I started watching a show, uh, or it's a movie, on Netflix called The Lost Husband. Uh-huh. And I think it's like one of the most popular things on Netflix right now. What's it about? It's about this lady, and her husband died in a crash. She's got these two kids, so she goes to live with a with a relative in the country. And I, I don't know. Everything's like a stereo. Like everything in that show is a stereotype. Like they go out to the country, and, and what prompted you to start watching this? Did it just start playing on its own? I bought some dice that you roll, <laughs> and it tells you like how many slots to go over and how many oh, you to go did over. That? Yeah, yeah, you did get the Netflix dice. <laughs> I got the Netflix dice. One dice has b- uh, below and across on it, yeah. and okay. then other dice has the numbers <laughs> one through six. Okay. So it goes, you, you roll them, you'll get like below three. You just click on that one. But it, right. it's like, look, I I grew up in the country and like a rural thing that. Uh, we took baths more than every three days because that was one of the things this lady's at her at her country relatives and they're giving her a hard time. Uh, the beauty pageant is until Saturday. You don't need to take a bath. We took baths every day you growing did? up. In Oklahoma? Yes, we did. I thought that was against state rules. Yeah. No. <laughs> what happened? You don't take baths now. Yeah. I got a swimming pool. I'm there fancy. It there it is. Stop. <laughs> You're like, uh, oh, crap. What's the That's kid's name up. from uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure? Oh, that, that kid was from my hometown. Or that guy, Mark Holton. Uh, Francis. Francis, there you go. Remember the, the, the tub that he's got in that movie? It's a it's like this giant indoor pool, but it's what he takes his baths in. <laughs> I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> I know you are, but me. Yeah, that guy, Mark Holton, he graduated high school like, like 15 years before I did, or 20 years before I did, but he, he's like one of the most famous people from my hometown. Um, I'm trying to find this because you gotta, you really gotta see this to appreciate it. It's the Joe Exotic underwear line that's going to be coming out. Well, it's got different uh, big cat prints, including tiger, including uh, leopard. It's got his face on the crotch. They sold uh, some of these a limited supply back in May. They sold out like immediately online. It's estimated that it brought in twenty thousand so. dollars. Well, he had to do something to counter Carol Baskin going on Dancing with the Stars, right? Yeah. Do you think he's upset she's getting more attention than he is? You know, I don't know, but I'm getting the I'm getting the in my earpiece that uh, we got him on the line. So oh, this cool. is always complicated. So uh, bring up the uh, phone call. We'll talk to uh, Joe Exotic. We'll ask. We can ask him if he's heard. Of, yeah, I don't even know if he's heard about Carol Baskin going. This is prepaid. Business. Collect call from. Mm-hmm. Joe Exotic. An inmate at Florida Correctional Institution. This call is subject to recording and monitoring. To accept charges, press 1. To refuse charges, thank you for using T-Medics. You may start the conversation now. Joe? Hey, Joe? Joe, are you there? Hey! Hey, Hey, Joe! Joe? Oh, hi, 
Joe. Hey, thanks for letting me come on and talk about my line of underwear. They're breathable, comfortable, and a portion of the proceeds go to a worthy cause. Mm, what, what cause would that be? I'm glad you asked. It's the raise money to pay somebody to kill that bitch Carol Baskin fund. <laughs> it is very near and dear to my heart because I hate that bitch Carol Baskin. Well, the news release, uh, it says that all the underwear has your face on the crotch. Is that true? Oh, it sure does. My face can be on your crotch, guys, for the low, low price of just $23.99. Jeez. You know what I had to do before if I wanted my face on a guy's crotch? What? Oh, what's that? Usually I'd have to get them hooked on meth for starters, but not anymore, baby. I'm in the underwear business. Okay. Oh my God. Hey, Joe, I was wondering if you'd heard the news that Carol Baskin is going to be on the new season mm. of Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. Yeah, I heard. What happened? Did OJ turn them down <laughs> so they had to find some other spouse killer? Because we all know that bitch, Carol Baskin, definitely killed her husband, Don. Well, be, she did it. Well, let's be completely honest with you. Like, there's no, there's no real proof behind this. <laughs> Right, like the cops don't have any proof that I hired somebody to try and kill her. They never even found a copy of the money order I sent that bald guy who looks like Creed from the office. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Joe, how do you feel about Carol being on Dancing with the Stars while you're stuck in prison? I'll tell you, I hate it. I hate it almost as much as I hate Carol Baskin, that bitch. (laughs) The Uh worst part is I love, and I mean I love, Dancing with the Stars. Really? Okay. Oh. I love Dancing with the Stars more than I love straight guys with mullets and missing teeth. That's, <laughs> That's how much lot. I love it. That's oh a my lot. God. And I would kill to be on Dancing with the Stars. Oh. In fact, I will kill. As soon as I get out of here and kill that bitch, Carol Baskin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, I gotta go. If you're not in the front of the chow line, they tend to run out of tater tots. Oh, oh go ahead. Right, my underwear. Bye, Put yo. my face Bye, on the crotch. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. All right, Joanna's staying busy today. She is going to do the entertainment news. She also did news news earlier because Lisa, well, Lisa said she's puppy proofing her house because she's fostering a new a new dog. Is that, I think she might be keeping this one. Yeah, she she sounded like she might be keeping this one. Huh? So is that kind of like child proofing your, your home? Like you have to put things in outlets and... <laughs> I, 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 she I specifically mentioned up off the floor so the dog can't get to it. Okay. She specifically mentioned like a gap in her stairs where the where the puppy could fall through. I don't know, <laughs> you know. I've definitely puppy proofed a house before, but and Brandon's right; it involves picking up a lot of things, especially if they're made of leather or something. The dog is going to mistake for. Mm-hmm. I think she's. I think she's going to keep this puppy, and it's not a puppy. It's a two-year-old, but her her dog Tubby. I mean, don't tell her I said this, but I think she's thinking. You know, he's getting on in years, Aww. and she kind of wants to start training his replacement. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about microwave foods. They got a list of uh, which foods you shouldn't microwave and which are good for microwaving. Um, before we do that, somebody else has uh, has been revealed pulling a, pulling a Rachel Dolezal. Do you remember the name Rachel Dolezal? She was the one who thought she was black, but she's not. Yeah. Well, she, she knew she knew she wasn't. She <laughs> right. She, it. Like she. I mean, I think she legitimately believed it. Well, her her parents called her out eventually. It was her mom and dad who said, "This is our daughter." 
we're both like Swedish. <laughs> we're both of Scandinavian stock, and this is a picture of her when she was a teenager. It is like clearly she's she's white, and uh, so the latest is a woman who's a university professor at George Washington University. Her name is Jessica Krug, and her area of expertise is African American studies and the African diaspora. Uh, she has come forward to say that that she's been lying this whole time and she's not actually black. I, it includes a picture of Professor Krug, and she looks. I mean, if somebody told me they're they're black, I I wouldn't question it. So. uh, She admitted in a piece that she wrote that she is, in fact, a white Jewish woman from Kansas City. Why? why? It was a blog post. She says, I built my life on a violent anti-black lie. GW University says it's investigating the blog post but would not comment. Ms. Krug's case has drawn surprise and condemnation from those who know her. Uh, The former civil rights activist and African studies instructor had kept up the pretense of being African-American for years, but said she identified as black. Apparently that that doesn't work like you can identify as another gender. You cannot identify as another race. Um, One of her colleagues or somebody that knew her said that. They had considered her a friend. Uh, this is a screenwriter, Hari Ziad, who said, Jess Krug is someone I called a friend up until this morning when she gave me a call admitting to everything written here. She didn't do it out of benevolence. So this person is saying she got found out. She's uh, not like doing this on her own. She got found out that she's not actually uh, black. So you think maybe she was concerned that that would come out later, and so she wanted to get, you know, uh, get there before. Got ahead of it. Yeah, got ahead of it. Well, that's what the, that's what's implied by what this person is saying. I wonder if she ever did like a twenty three and Me. I mean, I guess there's a chance. Sure. I've known a, a cup, not many, a couple of people who who had it and found out that there was. So if if you do twenty three and Me or or any of the other ones, everybody's going to have a tiny, like frat, sliver of a percentage of African because Homo sapiens all originated in Africa. Mm-hmm. So everybody's going to have that tiny little bit. But I've had yeah, you friends, hear that racist. <laughs> oh yeah, every everybody's African if you go back far enough. But it's a tiny, tiny little bit. But I've known people who never identified as black nobody in their family there weren't even family stories who it came back and it was you know significant like 20 percent, which is a you know or 15 percent, even five percent would be a pretty significant number so i wouldn't if she did a 23 and me you gotta wait like 10 days she'd just be having her fingers crossed come on just a little bit <laughs> just a little bit yeah but why even do it to begin with why even pretend you know what I mean? It seems like a weird thing to to, to try and uh, identify with when you don't really need to. I, you know, I'm from Oklahoma, and, and there are a lot of Native, Native Americans, Americans yeah. in Oklahoma. Everybody that I knew 
had some kind of family story that there was some native blood. A little you native. Know, yeah. We're, you know, a little bit of Creek or a little bit of Cherokee or whatever. It's like everybody. Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, she, she's from Oklahoma, but that's a, that's a common thing. And I think that goes back, I don't know, I mean, considering that we kind of crapped all over the Native Americans for like 400 years, and then all of a sudden everybody wants to claim that they've got some Native American in their background. But little, that's not an uncommon thing. Do you have a little Native American in your background? <laughs> no, I did a 23andMe and I was hoping. My dad does, but I'm adopted. Oh, yeah. So that's why I don't have it. So my dad, and if you ever see my dad, you can kind of tell that he's Native American. But, and even him, it's like an eighth. Oh. So I was thinking, well, maybe I, you know, maybe I have a little bit. Dude, you could not be more European. <laughs> than you? Than, than I turned out to be. Everything was... Not even like European all over the place. It's specifically like northern, northern yeah, European. Like as white as white gets. I was so disappointed. <laughs> uh, all right, Brandon, they got a list of things that you microwave that you shouldn't be microwaving. Yeah. I, I saw a partial version of this list, and I just called BS on the first three and decided well, I'm not going to. Well, microwave is your primary form of cooking, right? The grill okay. and the microwave. <laughs> Well, if I'm it's gonna, on the grill, it's in the microwave. I'm going to work from the bottom up because the top one is the one that I have a massive problem with on this list. And there was something that nice. of this top five, there's one glaring omission. But we're going to start here with number five. Steak. Do mm. not put steak in the microwave. And that makes sense. If you like yeah, it, it. If you like it rare, medium, it'll, rare medium, it's just it's gonna it'll knock it up that. one. Yeah. yeah, sure. If you put it in there for like a minute and a half. It will definitely take a rare to a medium rare. It'll take a medium rare to a medium. This is why you never leave the steakhouse with leftovers. Oh, you yeah. eat it there. Well, they, they also get... I don't care how full you are. They also tell you, like, eat put it, it in a pan with some oil and, and cook it. That's what right. it says here. It says for steak, for slice it up thin, then just add oil to a pan and cook it over medium until it's hot enough. No, I, I accept that it's not going to be as good as it was when it was fresh off the grill when you put it in a microwave. Yeah. Uh, number four, spaghetti. Do not it gets microwave hard sometimes. Spaghetti. Hmm. Like you have to keep mixing it. That's what I found. If you're going to heat up spaghetti, you got to like do it for thirty seconds, mix it all up because if it just sits there, more some seconds. of it will get hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says here, just toss it in a pot and cook it over medium heat. If it's too thick, add a little bit of water and some seasoning. Well, does it say why you shouldn't? Microwave uh, spaghetti? No, this just gives you the example for for these oh, ones. Uh, I, I think it has to do with the quality of the food. Oh, yeah, okay. like it's not as good. I don't even microwave spaghetti. What do you do with it? I eat it cold. Oh, oh! I've done that. I, I, you know what? I did that. I, I don't did know. That yesterday. There's some stuff that I'm perfectly fine eating cold, but spaghetti just seems gross. Yeah, like cold and, and the, sauce? the meat sauce. Is it or gravy? Like, let it get as to like room it? temperature. It's and like. It's like Perfect. It's like eating <laughs> fancy pizza, cold pizza, cold spaghetti. I don't even eat. I don't microwave pizza. <gasps> I microwave. I don't know. Pizza. I feel like spaghetti, cold spaghetti, sounds a lot more slimy and cold and gross than yeah. Cold I told, pizza. I yeah that, it doesn't I appeal to me at all. Now I did that this week. We made spaghetti for uh, dinner one of the nights. So the next day I had it for lunch. I'd, Is I pizza on the list, or do you just want to keep going in order? And Number we'll three, French fries. Oh, French yeah. fries suck. Some, yeah. 
French fries almost seem like one of those things. Like if, if you're not eating it right away, there, there's no way. You to, have, what is it? Does it say put it in like a like a toaster oven, like a toaster oven and air fry it or something? It says here they'll never taste as good as uh, when right. they were fresh. That's I mean, true. we all know that. And I mean, it truly takes just ten minutes, and then all of a sudden those fries are cold. They're gross. But the best <laughs> way to do it is in a pan with oil. Once they're hot, mm. put them on a plate that's lined with paper towels to soak up the oil and sprinkle some extra salt if you want. Again, yeah, they've been in the this fridge. This is the I, whole reason I don't let French fries sit. You eat them. You gotta eat them fresh. Yep. Yeah, they're gross. They should be called fresh fries. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> All right, number two, fried chicken. Do not microwave fried chicken. It's fine. Does I make- don't because I like cold fried chicken. <laughs> I, I'll. I'm not disgusted by that, and I've definitely done it. But it's I also delicious. find that if you if you just nuke it for thirty seconds, it's it it's gets fine. a little soggy. A little. But I, I, I do like fry, uh, cold, cold fried, fried chicken. chicken. I have a feeling you don't like using heat for any food. Uh, kind of. <laughs> it says here, instead of the microwave, use a baking sheet or a pan. Cover it with foil and cook it in the oven at 375 degrees for about 10 minutes. Ain't nobody got time for that. Then re- yeah, know, right? right. The whole point of using the microwave, <laughs> we're quick. aware you could do it in an oven, but it's quicker. Well, I'm going to take 15 minutes to preheat the oven. Right. At that point, just cook more chicken. And then right? remove yeah, the foil. Joanna. Yeah. And uh, keep fine. cooking it until the skin gets crispy, crispy. again. Now, look, Buzz, you could t- technically do it in the microwave. I think the big thing is just remember to put the foil on top. <laughs> no, if you put foil on top, it, it makes like a lightning show inside your microwave. <laughs> My mom taught me that. It's like a Tesla experiment. <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go. Number one, mm-hmm. things to not microwave. Pizza. Bull. And I'm calling bull honky on another, Bull pucky. Another thing I eat cold. <laughs> See, that's the thing. I think a lot of people eat I love cold, cold pizza. pizza. I'm fine cold with cold pizza, pizza but also if you... has a microwave at this point. <laughs> if you heat it up, it's also good. What's, yeah. What do they say well, the is issue, bad about heating it up in a microwave? It depends on where you get the pizza from, that sometimes when you microwave it, it doesn't come out good. The crust gets The crust gets yeah. super hard. Yeah. 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 Well, don't. I mean, don't put it in there for a long time. Just, just no, I think zap it, it doesn't real matter. Quick. But here's what I'm telling you: I got a trick for this one. Oh, okay. Take a paper towel, get it wet, and then just kind of wad it up into a little ball, so that, so it's still. Wait, 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 wait. hold on. This is I've never heard this before. I want to make sure I'm getting start over again. Okay, so you got your <laughs> yeah. cold pizza, right? Yeah. You put it on the plate. You take a paper towel, you get it wet, and you kind of wad it up into a ball, and then you put that in the microwave with the pizza. You nuke it for. 30, 45 seconds, kind of depends on your microwave. That little wadded up ball of paper towel keeps the crust moist so it doesn't get hard or tough. Hmm. Telling you. There's going to be, there's so many people listening to this right now who are like, oh, I hadn't thought about that. Moisten paper towel? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to eat it straight out of the fridge. Try it. It works. (laughs) Do you like it better cold? I didn't say better. I just, it's pretty you good. You don't cold. mind it. Cold. I don't mind I agree. it. Cold. When Joanna goes I, to a restaurant, she's like, Can you put my food in, in the freezer real quick? You uh, just let it sit in yeah. the fridge a bit. Actually, if you have it from yesterday and it's in the fridge, I'll take that. I noticed the uh, the box of donuts from Tuesday, yesterday. Uh-huh. I noticed them in the trash can, and I did check oh, to make sure there weren't still donuts inside. You were going to eat them if they were in there? Yeah, depending on, you know, I was going to eyeball it. Oh, my. You would be so <laughs> surprised by the things I've been like, oh, we can't eat this anymore, and I'll throw it in the trash. And then Buzz will be like, what are you doing? That's perfectly good cake. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. 
right, this is the fifth and final hour on the fifth and final day of the week of the Buzz Adams Morning Show. And it is the El Paso hour, the El Paso-specific hour, although to all of our listeners in Texas and really around the world that stick with us for this final hour, you are completely welcome here. We got a we got a big tent policy for listeners, no matter where they are. But coming up a little bit later, we're going to be uh, talking to Mary Beth Stevens from the Better Business Bureau and by El Paso. Get started today. We're going to find out more about that. It's a uh, new initiative to get El Paso consumers to buy local. Well, what what do you uh, you know? And she'll be here like in thirty minutes. But like, if I go to Walmart, am I buying local? I mean, it is a local Walmart. It employs people. Uh, I'm I just wondering what meets the classification of buying local. Local businesses, local food vendors, restaurants. Uh, I know that there's some food vendors that get put in at, at Whole Foods, at least in Walmart. Maybe does does, does that not make sense, or does that not sound copacetic? Like, I went and got some um, hatch green chiles at Whole Foods, and they got the big old sticker on them that says local. So I'm imagining I'm, I'm, imagining I'm buying local chili peppers. They're just sold at Whole Foods. Uh, sure. I don't know that I, I consciously go out of my way to buy local, unless you mean that I'm buying it in the city of El Paso. I mean, there's some kind of supply chain that got it here or whatever. No, but there are some things that are only here, like a lot of re- like restaurants. Uh... Well, if I'm going to go to a restaurant, normally I go to a restaurant in El Paso. Yeah, but like... Not a chain. Not a chain. Like Artavino's or... Crave. Crave, yeah. Social ice. You get how there's only local <laughs> businesses, right, that sell only these local things. Like uh, Savage Goods um, is a great place to to get, um, you know, good good meats and cheeses. And it's a good place to get Savage Goods and Savage, savage goods. goods. Yeah, you never heard of them. Mm-mm, where is that? Just um, give them a little plug. If they're I local. think it's on Oregon Street. Off of it's, yeah, I'll have to look that up. Uh, yeah, no, it never crossed my mind to. Say well, how many restaurants do they have, and are they all in El Paso? Okay. Or farmers not? markets. Almost everything at the farmers market comes from local producers, right? I I don't know. Is that true? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> how do you? What? <laughs> I, I don't even get it. I don't even get how you couldn't understand this. Hey, it took him forever to figure out. The, it took him forever to figure out the boneless wings guy was talking about it. <laughs> so. I thought it was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to, I was trying to figure out. Did he mean like another signal to let people know if you're going to go straight? <laughs> like, like there's no way to signal that you're going to go straight. Yeah, but you had just brought up that nobody uses turning signals. Had I? I thought you did. Oh, I'll have well, to listen again. I was actually, I was already like lining up those calls, and people were going to tell us what else we could mm-hmm. call. So you're half listening, half wings. not. I mean, I check about halfway out, midway through <laughs> the Friday show, especially going into a three-day weekend. Like I'm by now, I'm seventy-five percent checked out. Guys. I'm already thinking about golfing and what I'm going to cook and what I'm going to watch. I get how we're going to go to Home Depot. 
not local. Yeah, I guess that's not Y'all local. are going to Okay, Home well, what would, the, what would the local yes. alternative to Home Depot be? Um, <laughs> I guess it depends on what you're getting. Like, if we're getting, because we need to get... Like, plants. there's generally local hardware stores that it are locally owned. It doesn't count if the Home Depot is owned by by franchising, and that's yeah. where it gets a little bit difficult. I don't know. Well, you know what? Mary Beth will be here thirty minutes. It sounds like we have some. Sounds like some you questions. have some questions. <laughs> we need to get plants for the backyard. We need to get a few uh, outdoor storage bins for the pool stuff. You know what? The... I've decided I'm going to quit trying to buy to grow flowers. I'm just going to buy like those plastic flowers from Hobby Lobby and just put those yeah. in. And Every day he's that... come back with a n- new plastic <laughs> flower and he puts them different places in the backyard. Yeah. <laughs> they keep blowing over, but if I can get them in there, good. Who would ever notice, right? Like who's going to get up so close to notice it's a plastic flower? I Some people would like to be like, oh, let me smell these beautiful flowers. Right. And it's like. Plastic. Just, just hang a car air freshener on. <laughs> Somebody Especially once told me that was that was the most white trash thing that I do. This one <laughs> is smells like put new fly. car scent. Do you agree that that is kind of a like a? I I don't want to say white trash because that's kind of a slur, but it's a lazy thing to do. I think it's definitely lazy. Look, they're always going to look good. I took They're care of those be plants blue. so well for and they, me. And what happened to them? They still died. They, oh, no. <laughs> they flipping died. <laughs> <laughs> did I catch myself? Uh, yeah. I think you did, yeah. Yeah. They still died. And then, when it, so I, I had all these things, because like, I was the one taking care of it, and we didn't uh-huh. have any storage space for like the the back, the hoe. I like and how, like, it's, oh, all, oh, I like how the, it's all The hoe. Listen to this. Like, there are a couple. Right? <laughs> well, I... I was the one taking care of it, so then I tell Buzz, all right, we need to go Home Depot, and we need to get, like, plants, and we need to get, like, planners, and he was like, honey, honey, I don't have time for this. Right. I just want to watch some TV. And then I realized what, how I sounded. I was like, uh, never mind. He uh, has, like, a honey-do list for you. Okay. <laughs> what? He wants me to get some kind of sprinkler system, but oh, he right. doesn't want me to. So what kind of sprinkler system? So it's, like a, it's like a $200 sprinkler system, because right now Buzz is just kind of hand-watering and moving like a little sprinkler thing around. Like and, a yard sprinkler. Yeah, yeah. And it's uh-huh. very inefficient. And I was like, all right, so the, Home Depot has a system. You because can, like my flowers need water Yes, and the bloom. grass. The good grass up and keep it. So it, it goes into like the ground or kind of right above the ground, and you set it up through throughout your yard. Yeah, I don't want that crap. I told Nico, that's that's the above-ground pool of sprinkler systems yeah. that he's describing. He's like, if I'm going to get a pool, I'm not going to get an above-ground right. pool. If I decide to get something, I'm, gonna get the, I'm not going to get the above-ground pool version of it. You know what I'm saying, Joanna? Uh, yeah. Like, there's a, there's a much better version of that. So like you want to spend thousands of dollars yes. digging up your yard and then putting and taking all the time to install. I think the above ground pool is a perfect analogy. If I'm going to spend any money, I'm going to spend a lot of money to it's get the best of the thing. 200 bucks and I'll yeah, do the installation Right, but it's for an you. above ground pool. Yeah. Well, yeah, the equivalent have, of a You would have green grass at least. <laughs> if I make a decision to get something, I'm going to get like the a well, good why, why don't you get AstroTurf? If you like the fake flowers, why don't you just get some AstroTurf? That looks terrible, and eventually it gets dirty, and it just looks like carpet. Nobody's fooled. Like that stuff. <laughs> no, they got some pretty good stuff out there now. Do you, do you have AstroTurf? Yeah. Okay. We got the fake grass in the backyard. Yeah. It looks good. I bet I could tell it was fake gla- grass from a Google Earth picture. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if that's what's important, okay. But it looks nice, right? Yeah. 
It's better than having a dirt pit for a backyard. Yeah. No, no, the, the backyard's looking good. Like, it's pretty lush and green back there now, yeah, isn't it? I've been watering a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Nico does around the house. Uh, Nico, can you take the trash out? Oh, yeah, I'll get it. And I go out in the morning, it's like, it's not out there. No, I took it out. I just didn't bring the trash bags the, the, the back in. Why? How, do you, how does that happen? Yeah. No, uh, I, I don't even. I'm, I'm lazy too. What? So, <laughs> you take the trash took, bins with you? No, I took the trash out, uh-huh. and then the garbage truck came to collect them. Oh, like the. And whole... then later in the day, he was like, "Oh, I'll bring the trash ba- the trash cans in." And I was like, oh, "Okay, I'll do that." And I forgot. So maybe somebody's new to the show. Nico lives at my house. He's not a roommate because he lives there for free. Yeah. So every now and then I ask him to to do something. You know who else lives uh, with people for free? Hmm. Boyfriends. Friends, I think. You don't have to... Yeah, I'm saying sure. you're starting to sound like a couple. You guys just aren't willing to admit it. No, no. We're we're going to go to a wedding this summer. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it, man. Uh, Buzz is like, oh, I got to go to a wedding uh, in Oklahoma. Nico, do you want to go? And I was like, no, that is the He's last straw. Come on, one? you can that meet my the... friends. <laughs> well, I told him only I'm like... sure Buzz has talked about you to his friends. Like, I told him oh, only if it's like man. wedding crashers and we both like go just to pick up some strange hey, tale. So it's in Oklahoma? No lie. It's in a barn. <laughs> I'm not making it up. It's it's a wedding in a He's barn. He's really enticing you, isn't he? No, to go to this wedding. Be his plus one. And, and my friend Joe, who's getting married, was telling me, like, oh, it's like, like the nicest place in the entire county to get married. <laughs> it's inside this barn. Go be his plus one. What do you got going on? Uh, apparently watering and taking care of us yeah it, you don't i don't pay rent but i pay emotional rent like <laughs> i pay in a lot of other things mm-hmm. that i have to do uh-huh like buzz will just pass out with food on him sometimes and i'll just I don't pass yeah, out with that's not even, like the plate will be still on your stomach and i'll just pick that up and be like <laughs> well that was my good deed for the day yeah. <laughs> Nico made me a turkey sandwich the other day. Oh. <laughs> Wait, now here's here's where you know whether or not he loves it. Did he put it on a plate or a he napkin? Put, he put it on a plate with <gasps> with chips and with then Buzz. With chips. But, but Buzz, he, but, you're the best wife ever. And then Buzz goes, but you didn't cut it diagonally. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Well, at least now you know for next time, right? Hey, I was telling Nico. Uh, Nico's uh-huh. been to Portland before, and Brandon's from Portland. I've been to Beavertown. <laughs> and it's called Be- Beaverton. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Beaverton. It's a small <laughs> suburb outside of Portland. It's called Beaverton. It's where Nike's located. Yeah. Went uh, to a fencing camp. But so so Brandon's got some real strong opinions on what's going on in Portland and that these uh, these protesters there are destroying stuff and burning down stuff. Yeah, it's his city. I, I totally get that. I mean, I'd kind of like to go and see. Well, it's, you really, know what more, I mean? it's like, really more about the leadership there and how they've completely dropped the ball. What do you think their rationale was? So they're, you know, you you got to admit Portland is one of the more liberal cities oh, in, in America, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And was I, I'm just I've trying been to see it from there. for multiple uh, protests for their, but actual protests, not riots. Well, was it a riot like when the people had taken over the city hall? I mean, they didn't have a they Seattle. didn't have a permit. Oh, that was Seattle, right? Aren't they right next to each other? Mm, no, it's about two and a half, three hours. Okay. So, like, what what do you think the mayor and the, the whoever made this decision, the mayor surely had a part in it. Are they thinking, hey, let's just let people get it out of their system, and then 
if we if we go out and start arresting people, you know, bringing out police and riot gear, it's just going to escalate, and we're going to end up having more. Pro- I, I mean, what do you think? They how would they explain themselves? I don't know what the main thinking is. I do know that. The mayor has dropped the ball, and it's um, city commissioner Joanne Hardesty is one of the bigger issues. She's very anti-police officer. She's very anti-cop. What does that mean, though? She's she's one that's come out and said defund the police. And it wasn't like, hey, we just need to reallocate resources. It's the police department needs to be smaller. Hmm. Because, you know, like, they keep statistics on, on a lot of crimes. Was there even, a, like, a, a specific incident in Portland that ignited this? Or are they protesting no, the stuff just, that's going that's on the elsewhere in the country? Portland, Portland uh, protests happen all the time. And it doesn't have anything to do with maybe something that happened in Portland. And I'm fine with the protest. Is it kind of just like a Portland pastime? Yeah, the protest? It's, yeah it's something that's passed down from generation to generation. <laughs> it's, you know, when we started with uh, we were let, weren't letting in, letting in black folks. Anyway, and I was now telling we got to feel bad about it. Do you think that's what part of it is, is that it's been such a white city for so long? White guilt. That, that there's a lot of guilt going on? And do you think it's the native Portlanders, or do you think it's the people who've moved there in the past 20 years from, I think from California? A, I think it's a combination. Because Portland, me growing up, was always very liberal. Um, but something shifted over the past 25 years or so, at least as far as I can tell. Um, because I mean, at least when I moved away in 2005 and moved back in 2013, it was a completely different city. I mean, completely different city. In, in like what was, give me an example of something you noticed as being completely different. Um, the amount of homeless had already started to kind of spike a little bit. It was like truly you'd just be going down the street and well, didn't they tents. just, didn't they just like take a, take a laissez-faire attitude toward homeless it's just like you guys just it wasn't even laissez-faire it was no you can you can have a tent here you can live on the streets and we have no problems with it now the problem with that was all of the surrounding cities looked at their homeless problem bought them one-way tickets to portland and then dumped them in the city of portland you mean like within the same county or or from all over the country i'd say from pretty much the northwest oh it's you know what let's just buy these people a bus ticket and then they're <laughs> portland's problem yeah and that's how they ended up there. Uh, do you think the homeless issue is related to the protests that are going on? Do you think there are a lot of people that... Uh, here's I, one see, of the things that I want to know. That I, that I can't really like comment if, on. If, if you went to a protest and you went for the day, or let's say you know there's something you really feel strongly about and you went for a few days, don't you have to go back to work eventually? Or... I well, mean, that's all the, these the people, no, the people who are protesting, uh, for, this is just my understanding from speaking with uh, police officers who are up there, is that the people who are getting arrested, and, it's, and they're not even protesting anymore, the people who are rioting. There's two different things that are happening. There are protests happening, but there's mm-hmm. also riots. And unfortunately, both sides keep lumping them in as one. It's two completely different things. So on the on the left side of things, they're saying... Oh, everything that's going on here is protesting. And on the right side, people are characterizing it as everything rioting. is yeah. rioting. And w- when there's actually two distinct things going on. Yeah, and that's, and that's so the rioters one of the major issues that's happening is that people aren't able to isolate each incident. Uh, it, it's kind of fascinating. I'd like to go see. There was, you know, one thing that I don't like 
like I just don't like bullies. You know, I don't think most people like bullies. Did you see the thing after the RNC in Washington where people were leaving? They'd been at the White House, and there were protesters that were just screaming in their face. I mean, they weren't they weren't touching them, but it was about as close as you could get. And they were going after Rand Paul and some of these other people. It's like, look, I I, I get you got a grievance. I get you feel like people aren't listening, and I I get how you could put a lot of that blame toward people that that came out of this thing that was happening at the White House. But that's bullying. I mean, it's like a man and his wife, and they're walking, and people are, are shouting in their ear and in their face and well, stuff. Well, the bullying that's stuff bullying. in downtown Portland, that's been happening for years. I would run into that. I worked downtown, and this wasn't necessarily, this didn't have anything to do with any political side of the spectrum, but there were these groups of kids, mid-teens, 15, 16, 17, up to maybe 23, living on the streets, and they would ask for change as you're walking by. And there's groups of five, six, seven, eight of them. And if you didn't give them money, they would follow you, at you and they would yell at you and they would berate you and they would terrify people down. If it was an older person, if it was a woman, if it was anybody they felt they could intimidate, they jumped all over these people. Like what would their, what would their, <laughs> to, for lack of a better word, what were their talking points like? I don't have a job. You need to give me money. Like, here's, a, here's where you might be uh, mistaken here. You can't think about it rationally because what they're doing isn't rational. And I've witnessed it more than a few times down there. And one of the reasons that they left me alone is because I look like me. Like, I look like I'm two seconds from punching somebody in the face, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Right. You look <laughs> like you could totally go... Mm -hmm. American history X. Yeah, on absolutely. And so like they dropped that. I thought they you were going to try to jump me into your game. When I first met you, actually. So they they left me they left me alone. But I witnessed it more than a few times down there, man. And the sad thing is, there are so many issues that people try to point at something else when you try to open up a discussion about something. Because one of the major issues downtown in Portland, it's a drug issue. And there, there are homeless shelters. There's places where they can get food. But one of the problems that you run into is that they don't want to go to these homeless shelters because they're not allowed to do drugs in the homeless shelter. If you go in there, you have to be sober. They would rather be on the street where they can do drugs. So then what happens is the tents and the tarps and everything else, start. it, it just starts to spread over this block in Portland. And then you could be walking down with your kid and there's syringes all over the ground and there's just filth and human waste and it's and it's it's disgusting. And the city of Portland's like, no, no, it's fine. We'll do, we're just going to leave it. We're, we can't do anything about it. That's that's almost like ignoring the problem, right? Not doing really anything to help. To get oh, it's, these... it's, it's truly doing nothing. If anything, it's... Almost it's, making it's it worse. It's placating to yeah. them. When the, the, the well, issue would should you... be how do we help and how do we how do we not only solve this problem so that we don't have syringes and human feces and all this other stuff laying around on the streets, but we help them get back on their feet. We help them. Prov we provide sure. them with a better life. There used to be an area in Portland called Dignity Village, and that was basically that wonderful. Well, it was a tent city. Mm hmm. And there had been talks of, you know how like mini homes are kind of a thing now? Like, you know, like a little tiny little house. Tiny, tiny, yeah, I've, I, I got HGT. There you go. Boom. <laughs> you go ah, yeah, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And there were talks of construction crews coming in and building 
almost a mini city within the city like, of Portland. Yeah, enough room to keep your stuff, turn around. And this would and they'd get it for free, I and guess. This would prov- yeah, and this would provide them homes. It would provide them shelter. But the issue that you run into is that the second they would start to put stipulations of drug use or anything like that, what, do they count marijuana out. as drug use in Portland? Hell no, buddy. Okay, hell no. I was, I was wondering. Absolutely like, not. What, what do they? So they they put stipulations saying like if you do drugs, you can't live here. Yeah, like okay. you you have to abide by the same yeah. laws yeah. that normal people do. Absolutely. Um, and it's and it's like a halfway house. You can't have like all your drugs when you're there, and you can't, you know. And it and it gets to the point where it, that that whole idea just kind of blew up because nobody was willing to try to get through the rough stuff. Uh, well, it was always it, it was always well, hey, we have this solution. You need to listen to us. And then the other side's like, well, no, we don't want that. But and then rather than trying to progress the conversation and mm-hmm. actually come to a solution is that ah, well we tried right and that never works and the, and another major issue in portland and this happens everywhere i'm not just excluding portland here but that's the city we're talking about is that you run into well i know better or i know what i think you need to agree with me so now here's all of my talking points shut up and listen okay now tell me your talking points well i don't agree with you now we quit no 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 the point, find some common ground. No, well, the point shouldn't be to prove yourself right. The proof should be to find the right answer. And nobody's willing to do that in any of these scenarios. I think, I think maybe what you're describing is utilitarianism. And, and that's a philosophy that says... Look, that's the greatest good for the greatest amount of right, people. Right, the greatest good for the greatest amount of people. So you look at it... Uh, you know, I express this, and I know this is a controversial view to some some people, but like I, I just really hate the the idea of uh abortion like i just i just i just hate that that happens uh to babies in the womb however i'm open to any suggestion so if that's like handing out free condoms mm-hmm. you know to, to high schoolers education. yeah if it would work educational programs they've proven that teen pregnancy goes down when people are properly educated well also you, you, you know that you're not a woman you know, it should be your. It should be a woman's choice when, when it comes down to it, right? Um, you know, it's a real complicated thing. Like, at what point is that an individual person? You know, and as science progresses and medicine progresses, you're finding like babies outside the womb are, are viable at a younger and younger point in the pregnancy. You know what I mean? No, I just meant as three dudes, are we the best people to talk about this? No. Joanna's here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Are you going to be carrying that baby? Right. Uh, okay. Then, like I say, if there's like more family planning, more You're you open know, to preventing something yeah. like that from happening. I, I'm in, I'm You're open. more interested in the solution. If, if, there's, if there's something better than just say, well, keep your legs shut if you don't want to get pregnant, I definitely want to hear what that is. You know, right. and if if it if it would work, then I would definitely be for. I'd get behind that. Great. You know. Uh, yeah, because sure. I, I, you know, I feel that at some point, you no longer have like a parasite living inside you. You have another little person living inside <laughs> yeah, you, well. and just because, and half of those are are men, little persons, and half of them are l- women, little persons. So I think both genders can have an opinion on this. <laughs> 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 How did we end up here? Weren't we talking about Portland? Yeah. I was trying to go into uh, entertainment news with Joanna. That's kind of <laughs> This was a great precursor. Well, we can that. move. Yeah, like, we can jump into entertainment news. Now. No, I was just talking about so the boys. Right? The boys was great. 
Do we have time? You see that yeah, new oh episode? Yeah, I, I haven't, I haven't uh, mentioned to you yet. We're, uh, we only have the two breaks today. Okay. You so know what? Mary Beth is coming in. This, we're yeah. definitely going to talk about El Paso and, and buying El Paso, buying local. So we want to get all this heavy-duty stuff. Well, i got to finish my notes here, too. And I can't write that one word, so I have to rhyme it with shmushmortion. I think the reason I brought up Portland is because I know that... These show notes are getting harder to read. All right. You've been talking to people on the ground and, and see stuff, and I was thinking, you know, I kind of you get such different versions of what's going on. Oh, these are peaceful protesters. No, they're all rioters. I feel like it's almost the kind of thing you have to see with your own eyes, mm-hmm. you know, to make up your mind. Even even then, you know, there's some kind of lens of perspective yeah. that's going to because a lot of people are saying no, it's mostly pr- peaceful protesters, well, and, and there's just some, you know. Uh, but that's elements. the thing, and that's what I think kind of gets glossed over here is that you need to be willing to admit that there are two things happening: there are protests, but there's also riots. Yeah, because the people who are rioting, from what I've seen, it's all twenty to thirty-five year old white kids, mm-hmm. and they're showing up. They're throwing frozen water bottles at the police officers. They're pelting them with marbles and BBs. And this has nothing to do with Black Lives Matter. It has nothing to do... probably lived a very privileged privileged life. life. Well, I think some of it has to do like what percentage of the people are doing it because if you can use the argument about police uh, violence to say, well, it's a few bad apples. Well, are we dealing with a few bad apples with the protesters? Well, and that's where your point comes into play where... you really need to see it almost for yeah. your own eyes right. because unless you see it, you're still getting somebody else's perspective. And a lot of that perspective also comes loaded with a lot of... Uh, bias. Bias, like political bias and just social bias and, uh, you know, all kinds of different kind of bias. All right. Joanna, let's hit this entertainment news. Let's find out what's going on in entertainment. And uh, I guess we got Batman to start off with. Yep. Oh, no. All right. What's happening? Batman has coronavirus. Is that for sure? Like, I heard there was a rumor that the the set had been shut down, but is it Robert Pattinson? The set is shut down in the UK, and they're reporting that it's a person on the movie set that has coronavirus, but nobody really is confirming that it's Robert Pattinson. Warner Brothers did issue a statement, but they didn't comment on Pattinson specifically. They just shared a statement saying the person who has it is isolating in accordance with established protocol, so filming is temporarily paused. But they had barely started filming back up again in the UK, and they still have about three months of material to to shoot. Oh, we're never going to get this So no word yet on when production will Uh. resume, but it is currently scheduled for release in October of 2021. Have you you made peace with the uh, sparkly vampire guy being your Batman? Yeah. I think, I mean, (laughs) one of the reasons I'm very cautious about coming to any sort of judgment early on when it comes to these is the fact that people hated the idea of Heath Ledger as the Joker. Hated it. Oh, people hated the idea of Michael Michael Keaton Keaton as Batman. Yeah. So I'm 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 open minded to it, and from the trailer, it looks like it's going to be good. Oh, it's great! It looks good. No, I wonder if they had any like live bats on the set, and that's how we got it. <laughs> no word on whether bats were actually you know, on set. In Batman Begins, there's a whole scene with yeah. Bat- I think those were CGI, and probably they don't carry uh, coronavirus the They're way regular bats, bats. do. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what they are. 
Cuties director Maimuna Dukure says that she received death threats after an American poster released by Netflix for her film Sexualized Young Girls. Even what though film? The Cuties. Remember, oh, cuties. this is that French film that made its debut and... It, Netflix dropped the ball by posting this poster of the movie of the little girls kind of like in twerking. little outfits twerking uh, when the movie is nothing about little girls twerking. Uh, Dakuri told Deadline in an interview that she only saw the American poster at, for the movie after it had already made the so rounds on social media. So she didn't have anything media. to do with the poster. No. Netflix apologized publicly for the controversy, but Dakuri also said that she received a call from Ted Sarandos directly apologizing to her. She says that she has received numerous attacks on her character from people who have not seen the film and thought that she actually made a film that uh, that is apologetic about hypersexualization of children. She does say that she hopes that people will, who have judged the film based on its unfortunate cover will eventually see it because Cutie is, is actually being used as an educational tool in her home country in France. And it addresses the pressures of social media young women uh, in young women in hopes that people will actually get to see the message. And finally, Buzz, did you get my audio that I sent you? Did you send it on Skype? No, I sent it through your email. So you can play it. While you look for it, finally today, Amazon unveils the second season of its superhero show, The Boys. The series centers on an Avengers-like group of superheroes who, for the most part, are anything but heroic. The leader of the seven is the super-powered red, white, and blue-clad Homelander. While his public persona projects everything righteous about the good old U.S. of A., privately, he is a murderous, sociopathic mess. Did did you get to the scene in in the new episode where he meets a guy who's trying out to to be one of the seven? No. Uh, That's a good, good, I mean, it's a good, terrible scene. Well, Anthony Starr, Homelander himself, in an interview says that just getting on his muscle-powered super suit is enough of a motivation to get into character. All right, brace yourself. So the guy uh-huh. who plays Homelander, Australian. Nope. New Zealand. New Zealand. Okay. <laughs> That's the same thing. It's like American or Canadian. It's pretty much the same thing. Oh, Homelander gets really evil. I mean, he was evil in the uh, first season. I can't wait to start it. Homelander ramps it up. So excited. Also available today on Disney Plus, Mulan for an added fee of $30. And you can watch the long-awaited live-action remake, which apparently, if you buy it, you can watch it as many times as you want. With entertainment news, I'm Joanna Barba. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. The Miners are one of the very few college football teams that are playing this weekend. Uh, I mean, it's not a long list of games that are going on this weekend, but the Miners are, are playing in there at home. Against Stephen F. Austin, we got some tickets to give away. We got tickets to give away, and do you remember what the percentage was, Brandon, that they said they're going to allow into the into the Sun Bowl? I don't, but Cappy does. Cappy, what? Hey, Cap, can you hear me? Where the hell did he go? Hmm. Good morning, everybody. Hey, hey buddy. How are you? What Was the figure 18% of capacity of the Sun Bowl? Mm, 18. Yes, 18 was exactly yeah. what they were going and for. That's right. What would that be, like five, 6,000? No, eight, eight, 18% um, of their new capacity is, I think it's 8,594 okay. fans. See, and a lot of people. 86. And a lot of people are making jokes. It's like, oh, that, that would be a record if they got that many. I think people are so keyed up and want to go out and do something i i could easily see ten thousand people I, i'm just saying 
If you go out there, you may not be able to walk up and get in if you don't get your tickets in advance. Here's the deal, okay? So two days ago, we interviewed uh, Jim Center, the director of athletics. He told us that there was about a half left, so about 4,000 seats still left, which means that once they got through all their season ticket holders and reseating everybody, they they got about 4,500 already placed, and now they've got about 4,000 left. But here's the deal. This year, they're not doing any paper tickets. Everything is going to be digital to where you can go online. They'll send you an email. You click the link. You use your phone. You get in with your phone. There are no paper tickets that are at all for UTEP football or any UTEP game for that matter. So they're going completely digital, Buzz. Yeah. Do you do you see what I mean, though, that I think like a lot of people just want to go somewhere, watch yes. some sports, which they haven't been able I to do. do in person, do. be surrounded by other people. And maybe drink a beer. I agree with you. I don't know how many people out there even realize UTEP's playing tomorrow night and that their first game is actually happening um, in a little more than 24 hours. But, you know, they have Stephen F. Austin tomorrow at the Sun Bowl. I agree. I think people want to get out of the house. They want to spread out, go watch a game, have a good time at at the football game. Tickets are cheap. They started twelve bucks, and I think the most expensive tickets thirty to sit right on the fifty for this one, and that's going to be the whole season. That's how they're pricing it. So you know they're, they're they're affordable, they're reasonably priced. They're opening up the stadium two hours before kickoff. I mean, there's a lot of benefits uh, for going out tomorrow and having a good night out at the game. No tailgating, though, am I right? No tailgating. That is correct. All right, uh, we're going to talk to Mary Beth here, oh, and I want to mention we got a, a pair of tickets to give away for the minor game, so that we got some of those that we'll give away before we wrap things up uh and i also want to tell you that if i were to ever sell my home i would call brian birds of century 21 Haggerty. he is the official real estate agent of utep and the el paso chihuahuas and the old only agent i would call if i were to sell my home it's because brian birds gets home sold he sells them quickly he gets the most money he does not leave money on the table and he makes a guarantee. And what that is is when you work with Brian Birds, he'll sit down with you. You establish the price that you want to get for your home and also a deadline. If that deadline passes, which does not happen all that often, but if it does and your home isn't sold, Brian Birds will buy your home. It's a safety net. Your agent will buy your home. I always like to give uh, an example or two. So Patrick needed to sell his home in Northeast El Paso. He reached out to Brian Birds, and with the pandemic going on, Patrick, the homeowner, felt you know some uncertainty. Like maybe it'll be hard to get this uh, home sold. He that he didn't need to worry about that. Very quickly, he had four offers on the home. And he sold it for 2000 over the asking price. And that is not unusual to find your home actually selling for over what you're asking if you work with Brian Bird. So call Brian Bird's today at 751-1500. That's 751-1500. Or online at brianbirds.com. And that's brianbirds, B-U-R-D-S, dot com. Call Brian today and start packing. Hi, Mary Beth. Hi, Buzz. How are you? I'm great, Thank thanks. you for being so patient. Always. It's great to see you. <laughs> Likewise. Uh, so tell me about uh, Buy El Paso and uh, what it's all about and, and how people can find out more information about Buy El Paso. Okay, well, we launched Buy El Paso just a couple days ago, and it is a campaign to help support our local businesses and educate the community about the importance of whenever you can to purchase from a local business. We've all, the pandemic has gotten everybody in the habit of staying inside, ordering online, you know, 
going out a lot less. Yeah. So we want to get people out um, and or using our local businesses that can provide things online. It's just, it's really, it used to be a, you know, kind of a nice thing to do to think about shopping local. Right now, there's a sense of urgency to it. What? Um, so when we're talking about restaurants and stores and things like that, well, when we're thinking of local, what do we mean? Like a mom and pop, or are we talking about like franchisees as well that are that are locally owned? We're, really, we're focusing on everybody. We just want people to. I mean, definitely, we want to support the smaller businesses, the mom and pops, but we want just people to be spending their dollars here. Um, you know, even even the larger stores are employing people in our community and, you know, doing other things to support. So, you know, definitely when you can do the mom and pops, but just mainly really getting out and doing as much local as you can. And as a business as well, instead of just jumping online, um, really make the effort to see if someone locally has those products or services. As a consumer, I, I don't feel bad about shopping like a big box store because think of all the hundreds of employees that those places, well, those people are all part of our community. You know, and those are all people that, that raise their families in our community. And more than likely, the the franchisee, uh, the owner of the place, is probably local as well. So now when it comes to uh, online shopping, I mean, that's uh, that might be a bell that's already – that can't be unrung in some ways. I mean, people do love – the convenience of, of doing their Amazon stuff, right? There is no doubt that that bell cannot be unrung. So we're also encouraging local and helping local businesses to figure out how to offer their products and services online. They've got to. Um, mm-hmm. It's, you know, even if you you don't want to, but we want to help them complement their brick and mortars um, because there's some people that are just not going to be going out as much anymore. And so we need to help our local businesses figure out how to offer their products and services online. And hopefully there'll be opportunities for them to increase um, sales because then they can sell to anyone in the world if they've got something. Yeah, I think it's kind of a paradigm here. When you think of buying local, you're thinking, well, you know, walk down the street, but also local could mean, you know, these people are uh, that own businesses in in our community could be selling online to to you and to other people. So uh, things have probably changed more in the past twenty years than they did in the previous one hundred, uh, uh, <laughs> especially as far as buying and selling. Those. There's no question. I mean, we've we've already started to work with a few small businesses. One sells. Um, plaques and trophies and they've been serving the community for years um really i don't think had a whole lot of interest in going online we said look you can do this it's not that hard and then you can sell literally anywhere um and hopefully that'll complement and counteract some of the business disruptions that they faced here all right so uh by el paso is already uh, gone live on online it is it's buyep.com and mm-hmm. our our motto is when you buy ep you heart ep um, and then the thing that's very important for me to point out is we have a directory of businesses on there. Um, if you if you haven't heard about the pledge to safety, um, businesses we're asking all of them to take the pledge to safety, and it's there's a link right on there. There's um, it's a pledge that the city put together, and these businesses are pledging to make sure that they make the shopping experience safe. Uh, for their customers following all CDC guidelines, using the correct personal protective right, equipment. So it's probably require, requiring a mask to come in. Absolutely. Requiring social distancing. 
Yep. All if of they've businesses. got aisles, having those little arrows down the aisles. Yep. And every business is a little different what they need to do, but um, the, but they take the pledge to safety. And when you take that pledge as a business, then you get on our directory on the buyep.org site as well. And we're going to be featuring a lot. Of, we already are featuring a lot of those small local businesses um, in social media. You're going to hopefully see it all over the place. We were talking about the uh, the marked aisles, like. I think a lot of people don't don't realize because people are going down the aisle the wrong way, and you don't want to say anything. You know, they're not really doing it maliciously. But here's what I do: if I get to an aisle and the thing I want is right there, and I would have to go all the way down an aisle and go all the way back, what I do is I turn my cart around and I back into the <laughs> aisle. So, if anybody, <laughs> right? right? So I just I just put it in reverse for a little bit, and it's like, hey, I'm I'm facing the direction of the that arrow. That is right? brilliant. I have to go shopping this afternoon, and I I am one of those. I've gone the wrong way down the aisle, and I feel like such an idiot when I'm doing it. And then I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry, you know. But the thing is, that's like this pledge is sort of a, it's a self policed pledge, and other everyone's just trying to do their best, and mm-hmm. you know we're all gonna goof up whether it's going down the aisle the wrong way or not but i am absolutely guilty of that Uh, i found out that mary beth stevens from the better business bureau and i have something in common we both like to do crossword puzzles so this was i guess jigsaw puzzles uh, uh, right because i also do crossword puzzles jigsaw puzzles are what we do right i just started another 2000 piece let me tell you that's project have you done any of the special shapes before like it'll be a a picture of a wolf and it's in the shape of a wolf <laughs> i have i've done these really awesome um wooden cut puzzles and every piece is separately shaped and then the pieces themselves form shapes within the puzzle it's they're phenomenal are those like the photo mosaic ones where they no. have, the, have you ever done one of those no mm. i haven't not for me yeah me neither you know which ones are not are really hard the oh what's that guy's name He's Thomas Kincaid, you know, with all the, they used to have a store in the mall that would sell Thomas Kincaid artwork. I don't. Well, it's all light and it's just really hard yeah. to do. Yeah. There's this fine balance between challenge and just Where, where it doesn't become fun anymore. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So. Oh, um, they make one. I saw one. It was like a 5,000 piece puzzle and it was, it was all white. It was just nothing yeah. but white. Who, what? That's right. a punishment. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'd rather go to jail for a week than yeah. have to do one of those. <laughs> or, <right? laughs> or those ones where you're putting the pieces together and they look exactly like they fit and, you know, they're the same color, and then it's the wrong piece. Oh, yeah. And that, that's no fun either. I, so. I like when you know that they don't match. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> it's, not, it's not left up to, you know, yeah. they, they lock in there and you know, oh, okay, I got it. All right. Um, well, thank you, Mary Beth, for dropping by. My and pleasure. tell me again, Always. people want to find more about BuyEP, BuyEP.com? So two things. Businesses yep. who want to be specifically part of the program, um, I mean, every business is going to benefit anyway from the campaign because we're doing education on the importance of buying local businesses. Please take the pledge, and then you're going to get automatically put on our site. But check out the site, see how you want to be involved. And then other um, consumers and everybody else, go to buyep.org, set up for um, sign up for the newsletter. We're going to have all sorts of fun giveaways over the next couple months okay. um, t shirts, bags, other things. And so um, we definitely want people to be a part of it. Oh, here, here's proud. something I was thinking about making my return, and this will be the first time since February. To a movie theater. Ooh. I was actually, have you been to a movie theater since this all started? No, I'm not a movie gal. 
You're not a movie. Who's not I, a movie person? I go to. I don't go to movies ever. <laughs> the only movies I go to, I'll give a little plug for my friend Chuck Horak. He does the film salon. Um, I go to movies because I get to hear Chuck and see an old movie. What is the four? Did they they show classic movies? They, classic movies, and then he gives a talk um, about them afterward. He's he's awesome. So. When do when do they do this? How often they do, do they do that do at it? the Alamo? Well, they were doing it weekly um, uh, for years, actually. Do you recall anything you've seen? Oh, don't do that to me. I've seen some old, awesome westerns and <laughs> a few. I my my problem is that I only like happy, funny, stupid movies, <laughs> and so oh, I don't really? like anything intense or dramatic. So I'm not a good movie date at all. <laughs> You should meet Joanna. She likes uh, like gore fest. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> not, not, not for Mary Beth. No. Okay, uh, let's give away some minor tickets. Uh, Joanna, if you want to catch caller, let's make it caller number ten. Okay, great. And here's the telephone number. It's toll free eight four four three zero five six two one zero. That's eight four four three zero five six two ten. Before you jump on the phone, ten it. Oh, that's you want, out. Yeah, it's in theaters. Let's go next week. Mulan is. I might want to go see it today. Oh, I can't today. Uh, uh, all right, fine. Uh, <laughs> how about Mulan? Are you going to... I'm going to buy that, yeah. And the deal is, if you buy it, you can watch it as many times as, as you want to on Disney+. Plus. Yep. Okay. Well, review it. I will. On Monday, I'll review <laughs> okay. Tenet, baby. All right. All right. Uh, caller number 10, 844-305-6210. We'll give you tickets to the Miners game. And uh, we will be back Monday morning. Have a great week. No, we won't. We'll be back Tuesday because Monday's Labor Day. Woo! Woo-hoo! And uh, we'll be back Tuesday. We'll talk to you then. Have a great weekend. So long.